Junkie is on. The three best friends you never knew you had. Running through the most viral stories of the day. The news junkie Sean Wasson with Sabrina and C The news junkie for a Thursday, November 10th, 2022. Lots to get to today from Hurricane Nicole hits Florida to the most insane police chase of all time in an update on the most cringe story of the week. Plus your calls, dispatches, emails, texts, and more. Hey there, Sabrina. Hello. Hello, C-Lab. How we doing? And hello to you. You can join us on the show today. All you have to do is send us a dispatch. You can do that through the newsjunkie.com or the app, which you can get on the very same website. You can also watch the show, Facebook, YouTube, or twitch.tv slash thenewsjunkie. Your comments rolling right into the studio in real time. How's everybody doing on a Thursday? Exhausted. You? Uh, I didn't get much sleep either. I really didn't. Everybody got power? Yes. Yeah. All right. Yeah, look at that. We got power. And it was weird. I looked at the power outage map after the storm was rolling through, and it was like two blocks away from here. And there was a square on the map, like a thousand people. And I go, oh, it's creeping over to me right now. Had a couple of those moments where, you know, the electricity just kind of like jolts. For some reason, the light turns on on our on our ceiling fan in our bedroom, yeah. even though it's not on. And then, boom, and then it comes back almost immediately. Uh, but about... 3.30 or 4, when we woke up, I was like, this started to get pretty bad out there, man. And you could just hear the wind howling. It was and- gnarly. I made the mistake, and I didn't even realize it until hearing it, that I have like two, uh, they're not screen doors, but doors over a main door mm-hmm. that I did not lock in place. Oh, no. So I feel terrible for my neighbor, but it was just slamming against it. Oh, like a, like a horror movie. Yes, and then as soon as I wake up, I hear a transformer blow down the street. I'm like, oh, here we go. Gather around, kids. Yeah, We're about I, to lose power. I, I heard one right around that same time that you said you heard a transformer blow. We saw like a flash of light and stuff, and I thought for sure. I was like, oh, we're screwed. <laughs> We're going to lose the power I here. didn't hear nothing. Of course you didn't. Yeah. That, there was, blessed life. Slept like a baby. Uh, I, I didn't sleep like a baby this time around. Toddler. I mean, there was some tossing and turning. but I, I didn't even think that was storm-related because at one point I did hear the wind kick up, and I was like, oh, that's right. Well, this guy, you are infuriating, C Lane. This guy, just I'm nothing. Sorry. Nothing ruffles his feathers. You know, you know what his life is like. And by the way, let's talk about this for a second. I'm ready. This son of a bitch comes in this morning and he opens the door. He's got a fresh bag of McDonald's. I said they made the goddamn McDonald's workers come in. That's it's, sad. In the middle of a storm, there's a tropical storm slash hurricane rolling through. It's, it's the early morning hours, and they open up a McDonald's. And Sealand said the place is just bumping. Well, it's bumping because everybody yeah. else let their workers stay home. I think it was the only thing open. I don't. Uh, I can't believe they did that. Like I, maybe they camped out there, but uh, you know, camping out at the radio station during a storm is one thing. Camping out at a McDonald's to flip burgers <laughs> and that's, that's not that's quite so as much. exciting. But uh, for those of you who are in uh, South Florida, you saw this storm hit you late last night, and it was it was pretty strong. I mean, there's a lot of wild footage and different clips that we can get into later on in the show. Um, but the storm just went up the state of Florida, and I, I went from going, what is this? This is nothingness. This happens every time. I don't know why it always surprises me. To let's go to bed, and Courtney and I go, we lay down in bed, 
And then I just wake up at 3.30 or 4, and I vroom, vroom, you know, just, it's loud out there. I could not go back to sleep. And I'm hearing little noises, and I'm walking around the house trying to figure out what the little noises are. You went guys, outside. Do you guys have a TV you went outside on? in the middle of it? Yeah. Uh, well, yes and yes. But in the middle of I just went, you know, into the patio. It wasn't very long before I was like, maybe you should go inside mm-hmm. before a projectile hits you in the throat. Yeah, I went out this morning to do the whole, let's look around at the house. In your underwear? <laughs> uh, no, I put pants on for oh, this. Because yeah. C-Lane was coming over early, so I said, look, i put some damn pants on. I went outside, and it looks like everything's okay, but it got pretty bad there last night. So we'll talk about what your situation is. A lot of people who are listening right now who are in the state of Florida. Dallas, you're all good. You know, Rochester, you're chilling. You're probably just cold or whatever. Lucky. But, oh, uh, they are cold. A lot, a lot of people who are uh, tuning in today in Florida, they are without power. I don't, can you look at the outage map, c Remember that big Florida yeah. outage map? Let me pull it up. Because there's got to be a lot of people total. Nowhere near what they had for Hurricane Ian, but uh, quite a bit. And uh, some more details about the, the storm and everything that's happening uh, in just a moment. But let's put our ears to the ground, our fingers on the pulse. Let's see what's happening in this great big wide world of ours. Always, always, always do I love these moments. They have somebody come out at a game. In this case, it's a hockey game. And they have the fan go to the center of the ice. And they say, here is what we want you to do. All you have to do is hit this puck and make it through a hole the size of like a like a mouse hole. You know, like you got to hit this puck through a puck-sized hole on the other end of the ice. If you do, you... Your mic up? Hello? There you go. Now I it's can either hear. 100% accurate or that's it. Yeah. You know, it's not like an actual goal size or even something a little bigger. If you go to the, like carnival games and you have to throw football through a, a hole, it's yeah a little so, bit bigger. But with uh, 100000 or whatever dollars in line, it's like you either are 100% accurate or you're an idiot in this, front of all these yeah, people. Yeah, this guy's up in front of everybody. And he's playing for a brand new car. This, I think, New York Rangers fan. Here he goes. Drum roll. Takes the hockey stick. The car's behind him. He hits it. Right oh, through the hole. Wow. Congratulations, wow. Ryan Rosado. He drills you it. Just won a brand new 2023 what? Hyundai Tucson. That Got is it. pretty cool, it's man. It's like your car. No, it's different. Not uh, a Genesis. Not a Genesis. He gets right into the car on the ice and, you know, celebrating and stuff. Absolutely drilled it, this guy. That is not easy to do, Hell just no. for the record. I'm pretty sure a friend of mine just did that. I don't think he With hockey? A, I, I think it was hockey. I think he had to score a goal. I don't think it was the tiny goal because I don't think he won a car. I don't even think I could score the full-size goal. I think he won a trip, though. Like he, like he did, he won like a free vacation. Yeah. My God. Yeah. That's a, that's always an exciting moment when somebody makes it. It's like the half court shot when the fan goes out there. If they drill it, Sabrina said it right. Like if, if they miss it, it's like, eh, loser. Way to go, dude. <laughs> but when they get it, instant barbarians, everybody explodes with energy and it becomes uh, quite a thing to behold. And good for him. Congratulations to Ryan Rosado who hit that shot. If he would have, um, he missed, he missed his first attempt when he stood on the blue line which he would have won 500 bucks, And then they said there was a smaller cutout, and he did it again, and he got the brand-new SUV that was sitting right there on the ice. So back to Nicole, which was a hurricane category one as it hit the state of Florida. Uh, they said this is the third time ever 
that there has been a hurricane in Florida in the month of November. Only the third time ever that there's been a hurricane that hit the state of Florida in the month of November. How did we not have that fact yesterday? I don't know. Uh, (laughs) The other weird thing was, uh, Courtney sent me this uh, this morning, and uh, they're passing this around on a couple of the news sites. And it says, uh, Gene and Charlie in 2004... Those two storms were 43 days apart, and Ian and Nicole in 2022 were also exactly 42 day, 43 days apart between those storms. Just weird numbers that uh, happen to you know coincide with the previous uh, things. But the storm weekend, once it hit the state, turned into a big uh, tropical storm that didn't have nearly as much rain as some of the previous hurricanes. Yeah, but some spots, man, they are flooding. Yeah. Watching this uh, this morning on local news, like... There were reporters who started off at 7 a.m. with it maybe by their ankles, and then it was by their knees before right. the start of the show. Yeah, I mean, that that's a big problem that you face with any kind of storm like this. What's that outage map looks like? it look like? Sea level. All right, so we got... Uh, no, we, no, we want to do the other one so we can all see it. We got uh, the, the most outage is over here in Brevard County uh-huh. with about 84,000 out. The, the, the orange means... That around thirty percent is out, so and that's the worst. Uh, Orange County is looking at like so the spot where this directly hit is a hurricane. Yeah, and then the rest of them uh, up in Volusia, they got a uh, thirty-three thousand out down below Brevard over in Indian River, about seventeen thousand. I always, I, whenever we look at these maps, I like to like uh, see oh what over in Okaloosa too. Uh, these guys okay. are doing all right. What about in Dallas, Texas? People, <laughs> Dallas, Texas? Oh, they're, doing, they're doing great. <laughs> all the power for the folks on 97.1 The Freak over there. They are all the power right now. Got the freaking power. Congratulations to you for that. But uh, this thing is weekend and is headed out of the state of Florida. And it looks like it's going to go up the East Coast a bit. So it will make its way towards, you know, Rochester with like some remaining storms and stuff. I mean, yeah, it says... I. I, I if it reached Rochester, it would be it's on just, a wing and a prayer. Yeah, because you there's know, not much left. Once we get to the times here, and it says by Friday at 7 p.m., it's going to be up uh, above North Carolina. Mm-hmm. What is it really doing? It's over land. It doesn't have anything powering it up. Then it's just a storm. You yeah, know? it's not a tropical storm. It's not a tropical depression. Then it's just a storm. But those folks, they're not used to dealing with even really bad storms like that. And I guess you also have the fear of uh, tornadoes spiraling out whenever anything happens like that. Right, we want to hear from you. What's your situation? How are things going? How did things go last night? How are you doing out there today? Send us a dispatch from the newsjunkie.com. Very easy for you to do. We're going to hear from you today, of course, no matter where you are. Last Last night I was watching this police chase, man. It was one. It was insane. One of the most amazing things I've seen in my life. When you say real life Grand Theft Auto, I'm not. I'm not putting that like in an exaggerated sense. No, that's accurate. It was literally real life Grand Theft Auto, and I was watching this thing from almost start to finish. You won't even believe the details of what happened in this chase, but we'll tell you what went down. It was a wild night. That's coming up next on the News Junkie. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.
If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. Filling you in on the shocking details. Just try not to pass out. This is the News Junkie. Well, hello there, and thanks for hanging out with us. We hope you're doing well. You can learn more about the show, follow along, subscribe to the podcast, see all that good stuff over at thenewsjunkie.com. That's where you can also get the app or uh, right from the website. You can send us what we call a dispatch. You don't have to worry about hanging out on the phones. It's really easy to do. Just go over and record your first dispatch at thenewsjunkie.com right now. Uh, I'm telling you, this was one of the most amazing things I've seen in a while. And for those of you who saw this, it was something to watch live. And I, and I wonder if they should even broadcast this stuff, honestly. But it was, it just had me glued to my phone watching this police chase this week in Los Angeles. I say Los Angeles, but the damn thing went all over the place because it was going on for a long time. It was like 40, 50 minutes, yeah, right? Yeah. I didn't even hear about this thing. Oh my God. This was crazy, Sabrina. So, uh, Celine and I were watching this, uh, this uh, police chase. It's in, That's cute. it's in, uh, Los Angeles area. Well, I was, made, um, I was, I was made to turn it off and I'll tell you why. Uh, okay. <laughs> because, uh, I've seen there watching, right? And, uh, I've learned what's going on here. They said that the, ABC7 in California, the TV station, they had their chopper up in the air, Air 7 HD. And while they were following another police chase, they randomly stumbled onto this guy in a car who was doing another police chase. So they go, all right, let's follow this guy. Bogo police chase. Yeah, basically. And so they start following this guy, and he's in, like, this small car, and they, he is driving like a bat out of hell, but the guy drove like a NASCAR driver. I mean, right. he looked like he was a really, really good driver. He's cruising along. Mm, well, I mean, for some the, of the points, until the, end? The, the troopers would disagree, you know. I yeah, mean, they probably were not happy with all of the things he was doing. I was wondering, like, I, I know that obviously he'll be tried for his more major crimes, including mm-hmm. the reason he was on the run in the first place. Right. But I mean, is it even worth it to stack up? Because you have video evidence of the number of red lights he ran. Oh, my God. The number of... Cars uh, he hit? Yeah. Oh, cars he hit's definitely going to be... They're going to have to come after him civilly, maybe. So he he gets into the first accident in this car that he had stolen in, in L.A., and then he goes into a van. But the van is, like, pinned in by a police officer. And somehow he gets around the police officer that's pinned him in. High-speed chase now in the van. And then he uh, breaks the van at some point. You know, all this is going on for a long, long time. He breaks the van at some point, and he runs into somebody's house. Okay. The news camera is focused on it. You see him. So he's a really good driver until he goes into a house. He was straight up Grand Theft Auto. He went into the house. This guy and his wife come out of the house that the man who was on the run ran into. The, the homeowner has a knife. 
in his hand. Okay. And then he starts getting into a fight with his wife. because All his this wife, on camera. All of this on camera. His wife doesn't want him to stab the man who's in the middle of the police chase. And there's a there's like a dog attacking them. There's all kinds Good of things God. going. It was absolutely wild. Let's see if they recap some of it here. He's under that under that uh, that that uh, patio. Yeah, the awning. He's trying to get into that car, into that uh, house rather. Yeah, he was I'm able to steal all the these cars because he's clearly desperate. Uh, we don't know if he's armed. Oh, the dogs are running out. Dangerous. Oh, there he is. He is. He's trying. Oh, to that's him breaking into the house. He is in. Several dogs barking. He's now going through that through that sliding Another glass door. So dogs. live on the the television cast of this police chase, he's breaking into a house right now. Where are the cops? The, are they surrounding? The that cops house? for a while were nowhere to be seen. Oh yeah, there was, was like they were only tracking him based on having helicopters in the air. Yeah, and they started in daylight too. Or, making his way into the home. There's a homeowner, or maybe that's a police Somebody officer in the front. Be, yeah, it might even be so. a homeowner, not I sure. A homeowner. Oh, my he's probably, he might be unaware. Oh, my God. This whole thing was so crazy. Unaware. Yeah, he's on the other side of the building. I don't think he has any clue. He might be hearing the lights and sirens when inside to check it out and not realize it. There he goes. Here comes somebody running out the oh front. My, Look at this. Oh, my goodness. Look at this. A confrontation These are the people the inside wow. the And this, right there with all this going on, somehow he gets this truck and drives away in the truck. And oh, it was just and, all insane. And this truck is where he does the, I mean, the most of his running, speeding. Uh-huh. I mean, you At know. one point, he was stuck in a cul-de-sac, and he was he was being followed by, like, a dozen police officers, and he got by all of them. Well, wow. He, he, I mean, he, they were, they letting, were, they were letting him go, because they, they instead of barricading the cul-de-sac, which they could have done, they know that he's more than willing to just ram these cars. Right. And I don't know how he's stealing them so fast. Maybe he's hot wiring or doing whatever. It was, it was these poor people. It was a brand new truck Damn that good. they had just got. And they end up with this guy coming into their house. And oh my God, it was absolutely wild to see. At the end, he ended up at a gas station where he, he refused to stop. One of his tires was totally gone. Yeah. He was, he was, uh, high speed running on a rim and anytime he tried to make like a sharp turn or something sparks are flying everywhere <laughs> grinding's happening until he gets to a gas station and they have him surrounded and then the shots start yeah then they fire. start firing through the window of his car and finally the car stops and you're like okay he's dead and he's not they pull so, him out of the car so when they start firing shots into the car and and by now I'm trying to get Ashley to watch this cuz it's intense babe and she's like um are we watching someone die? Did did we just watch someone Maybe. die? And I was like, okay, you seem to be. She's like, that doesn't like mess with you. I go, not in this case. Really. I'm on the junkie. What are you talking about? In this case, it seems like a video game. That's what it seems but, like to watch it. But and so I, I I turned it off, and then I was like, all right. And then I finished making dinner and stuff, and then I kind of secretly turned it back on, like put my AirPod in. <laughs> I went to the end, and I was like. Look, he survived. Yeah. He walked away. I, I want to hear from the family that was inside the house where this guy he broke in and then stole their truck. And the scene was just mayhem. Let's see. The ABC 7 talked to him. wild pursuit with crashes, the carjacking, even a home invasion, sparks flying all the while. This one-man rampage leaving a trail of destruction and dozens of people shell-shocked by the terrifying experience. I was shell-shocked. news reporter Leanne Suter talking to some of those most affected by this shocking crime spree. Leanne. They got to go fund me for these people whose truck he wrecked. Yeah, Mark, this remains a very active crime scene here as authorities try to sort out exactly what happened to the very end of that 
dangerous and damaging pursuit. That crime spree stretching through two counties, leaving numerous drivers with damage and injuries and two families losing their livelihoods when their vehicles were stolen. Good God, man. All from one guy. And All do we know dude. what he did? Uh, I don't know. I don't know what the initial crime was. I don't even know why they started chasing this guy. I think maybe for stealing some, a car, but before this, there was some sort of uh, aggravated battery or deadly weapon or something like that. One thing is very clear: he did not want to stop. Uh, here's the homeowner. They're breaking right there. into their home. Right here. I was in the kitchen. I just seen somebody open it, and, and the first thing is like the guy that's out there has got in here. Uh, the knives were right there, right next to me. So I got it, and I, I started. I, I just started looking. I was like, man, you gotta. Get out of my house. I'm going to stab you like right now, man. <laughs> I'm going to stab you like right now, man. At least they warned him, yeah. Uh, that was something else to behold, man. And you wonder, like, should they broadcast that stuff? But It's I, California, baby. I know. they they are. It seems like so many high-speed chases happen in California, and they will just broadcast that sucker live. And they have multiple times. Uh, Zealand's talking about his wife, Ashley, saying, are we going to watch a guy die here? That's, that's happened. Happened many times during these broadcasts. And so they struggle sometimes with, uh, should we watch this or not? But when they sit down and they have like a real meeting of the minds to decide whether this is morally right to air these police chases that could be deadly, it could show somebody dying, they realize that it makes a lot of money. So they don't care. Yeah. <laughs> and they continue to show these whole things. Like we could use the web hits. Yeah, let's, let's just ignore any problems we might have here. Uh, all right, a lot of you are uh, joining us with your dispatches, and we're going to get to those in just a moment. Um, and whatever's on your mind is fine with us. We'd love to hear that. Uh, this is just, it's, it's amazing that more people were not injured or died as a result of that particular uh, encounter with the police. Um, number one day star, who dispatched previously on the show. Yes. And then I said two thumbs down. And I I crapped all over Very his mean. dispatch. Yeah. Despite he, him giving us gold many a times prior. Yeah, yeah, he's a star dispatcher. So number one day star has given us some good stuff. I, I think he's upset at me for giving him two thumbs down. Let's see what he says. Hey, news drunkies. Number one day star here. Sean, how dare you give me two thumbs down? I'm sorry. Just because of that, it's no more Mr. Nice Puppet. As of now, I'm going to tell you how I truly feel. Uh-oh. Sean, your hands are small. Ceiling <laughs> and Sabi. Um, I actually have nothing bad to say. I actually ah! do love the news junkie. <laughs> I do get a lot of wonderful information. I learn about the news the way you break it down. As much as I want to hate Sean, the news junkies do rock. Say it with me, America. The hey, news junkie you. rocks. Hey, thank you, number you one. Rock star. Too. Back to two thumbs up, all right? That's how quickly Show things Show them in the camera with your two, hands. Two, my hands aren't tiny. My hands are very big hands. Huge, huge hands. We need to get rid of that meme. Uh, I want to tell you about this real quick. Oh, we'll just have a new one. I know, and it'll be uh, something it'll be else bad. Hate even worse. <laughs> Won't be great. You guys know who Paul Allen is? Yeah. yeah. He's one of the founders of Microsoft, I believe. Um, I was going to go basketball player. Nope. <laughs> I was going to go old school musician. <laughs> so so everybody knows a Paul Allen, but not necessarily the Paul no, Allen. I remember, that. I remember that name. I'm talking about. He was one of the uh, founders of Microsoft, and he's a very, very, very wealthy guy. Steve Wozniak, um, too, right? Yeah, that's Apple, yeah. <laughs> uh, Paul Allen died, though, I believe. Um, and they're selling off his estate. And oh, so a bunch of Windows 95 CDs? Oh, uh, no, and he's got a bunch of art. So, you know, Christie's, this big art auction house, they take in all of his stuff, and he had so many paintings, they said, let's do a two-day auction with this. And it brought in 
$1.5 billion. Good God. At this auction. I wonder if he knew how much his stuff was worth. I mean, these are, I guess. Rolling in his grave like, I should have sold my things. Well, some of the things you're going to know. So they said he sold 60 works that he owned. It obliterates the previous record for the most valuable private collection ever auctioned. And they said paintings by five celebrated artists sold for more than $100 million. Paul Gauguin, who I'm familiar with that. Uh, Jorge Surratt, I don't know. Georgia Surratt, Jorge Surratt. Paul Cezanne, $138 million for that painting. Vincent Van Gogh, you might have heard of that heard guy. Of that familiar. Yeah. And Gustav Klimt, $105 million he got at this auction. Of course, he doesn't get it, but the estate. estate gets all this money, $1.5 billion in artwork auctioned off. When we come back, we're going to hear from you. You are joining us on the show, and I'm excited to hear your voice for the first time. Go hit record on your first dispatch at thenewsjunkie.com right now. I mean, they say he was ranked as the 44th wealthiest person in the world God, in 2018, seems- which was the year that he died, and he had an estimated net worth of $20.3 billion. So he just spent, you know, one twentieth. Of his, if you had right now forty billion dollars, would you guys get like a big expensive art collection, or would that not even be on your radar? No, I'd probably get a, a yacht. Yeah, it, you, you would go yacht life. I'm yeah. trying to picture that. I yeah. grew up on a boat. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm... Would you go full Miami yacht life? Uh, life like that's that's like Instagram models and yeah, partying. Yeah. Oh, one thousand percent. With a little dinghy and a jet ski in the back. Yeah, all the good stuff. Cocaine. That, you got to have the money to do that. But if you had a billion dollars, you'd be all right. You'd be able to figure that out. Oh, uh, when we come back. <laughs> <laughs> when we come back, What's that, from? Uh, that is from Office Space. Yeah. Uh, good yeah, movie, holds up, and killed Flair at TGI Fridays. Those oh. are the things yep. you should know about that. Uh, when we come back, remember the creepy dude? You don't remember this, Elaine, because you weren't here. But um, I oh, I remember him. The super creepy guy who said that he really liked this coworker, and he wrote a song for her, and he wanted to play it, and she she thinks he's creepy. She wants nothing to do with him. Her father called this cringe guy. And said, hey, stay away from my daughter. And he filmed himself in an encounter with the police that was so difficult to watch because it was so unbelievably out of touch and and just scary, honestly. Red Um, flag city. Yeah, this guy is all of the red flags. We have an update on him. That's coming up next on the News Junkie. Okay. On the bright side, we're not dead yet. You're listening to the News Junkie. Lots more updates and everything you need to know after the storm in just a moment. But first, I want to get to an update on one of the most Cringe things, I think, that we've listened to on the show, just as far as I'm concerned. And also frightening at the same time. Like, not cringe and then everybody's going to be okay. Like, cringe and like, whoa, maybe arrest this guy. Yeah, hey, these are the red flags that we're talking about. This guy, I will give you the overall story. Celine, you weren't here for this. So I, I will play some of this for you and for everybody else who missed this. Gotcha. Um, this guy uh, was trying to hit uh, on some girl that he worked with, right? They both worked at the same uh, restaurant, and he he's really into her, and she is not into him in the slightest. In fact, I think she was a lesbian uh, and has no interest whatsoever in this, this guy. 
But he says, I want to try to win her over. Girls like it when you chase them, he said. Yeah, that's what women want. He said, women want this. They want it when you chase them. And so he wrote her a song. He thinks life is like high fidelity or something. And he wanted to play the song for her. And she didn't want to listen. So she starts driving away. So he starts chasing her, trying to play this song that he wrote for listen her. Listen to my song. <laughs> Please. You know, listen to my song. And, and he thinks that like that's going to change everything. So then... This is how unaware this guy is and mentally deranged at the same time. He doesn't understand that this makes him look really, really clinically crazy. And he films himself talking to the cops when they show up. Now, didn't he call the cops himself? He called the cops because her father, this girl's this poor girl's father. Um, uh, he, he calls up the, the creeper and he goes, stay away from my daughter. Or I'm going to do X, Y, Z. And look, you, all you fathers out there, you know what X, Y, Z is. This guy's angry. He says, stay away from my damn daughter. And creeper guy, instead of going, damn, I have stepped over some bounds here. He goes, I'm going to call the cops and I'm going to continue pursuing this woman. So here's some of his video. He thought this was a good idea to post this. So, and I was going to play a song for a woman that I kind of like. And uh, I got there, and she saw me, and she immediately pulled away. And uh, I, I wasn't forcing her to listen or anything, you know. I just wanted to play the song for her, you know, give her her own choice yeah. if she wanted right. to be with me, you know. Right. Does she know you? Yeah, I worked with her there. Yeah, for, yeah, yeah. We're good. Uh, we're good. Did y'all have a relationship? No, we were talking a little bit. No, but we it never really got serious. Okay. But anyways, I pulled up there. And I was in the other parking lot. So, so far, the cops are just kind of like hands on hips. They're like, "Eh, this guy, something seems weird here. Something's not right. But remember, they don't know the whole story. The cops are going to figure it out as you listening along are figuring this out. I in her car. I was was like, oh, shoot. It's my moment. So I pulled up there next to her, and she pulled away from me. And uh, so I chased her a little bit just because I'm... I don't know. Women are crazy. Like, I felt like she, like, yeah. me chasing. Do you not think chasing somebody's crazy? Well, it's just like, I, I only went, like, a couple blocks down the street. Yeah. <laughs> I only stalked her for a little bit. No, I mean, it's what women want. <laughs> I read the book. He's like, you guys know what I'm talking about. Like, broads Come want on. you to chase them a little bit, Bro. right? And it's all very, like, incel, red pilled kind of stuff mixed in a crazy person's mind. Like crazy when they, when they obviously don't want to. Well, I had my song playing, and I wanted to like her to hear it, maybe. Well, apparently, she didn't want to hear it, right? So, what else happened? Let's get on with the story. Um, get well, on with the story, crazy. Her her father called me up, and he made some threats to me and to my life. I'll give you the update on and this so in a moment. I want to have his name what, on file. What, what did he say to you? Uh, I think he said he's gonna stab me. What like, did he say to you? But he, he's like cussing at me. He said he says I'm gonna do something to you. I swear I do something to you. We're chasing your daughter. Yeah, but it wasn't chasing. It was like uh, going down a couple streets. Like, that's like fun to women. Like, women like so, that. They're a little no, bit of excitement. No, they don't. Already the cop gets what's going on. The cop's like, uh, no, they don't. And the cop is identifying with the father, and he's like, let me tell you what. This guy's going to come after you if you don't stop doing this. And I, basically, the cop's saying, I don't blame the father for being upset. You're an absolute weirdo, and you seem like a big-ass threat right now. Yeah. Because you're not getting any social signals around you. Like, you're not understanding even at this level here. Well, what about, like, if I was a father, porn? I'd probably take Listen to this. Time. What about, like, BDS and porn, where women like to have oh. rape fantasies? Well, apparently this girl doesn't. Well... Who knows? Most women do like having rape fantasies. Also false. Oh. She does? I don't know. But apparently she don't. Well, so, so what do you want us to do? 
Well, I just want you to get his name on file. Just All right, so it goes on. It's just very, very weird encounter. And I can't play the rest of it, but he goes back in his car. And that is the, like, there are many red flags in that interaction, but what he does in his car is just like, whoa, you need cops at your place ASAP. It, back in his car, C-Lane, he still doesn't understand that he's in the wrong here. He's like, guys, I've been really depressed lately. He he starts talking like somebody who's going to shoot a place up. That's it. Reminded me very much of that manifesto of that sorority house. Yeah, um, killer. Somebody just talked about him. Somebody just said uh, over on chat about Roger uh, Elliott, the guy uh, who shot up the sorority house. I guess there's some documentary out there about him. There's just all kinds of things that make you go, put him on a list, man. There's this guy's up to some stuff. So I have an update on this story. And they've been looking into this particular guy. They say the social media history of a man who's now been arrested after posting a video about chasing a co-worker in his car paints a dark and disturbing picture. It includes incel memes and posts lauding Nazis and rape. He's got a lot of that on the mind, it seems. A video of the man went viral this week. Police urged a then unidentified man to leave a woman alone. So this obviously struck fear and alarm in some people's uh, reactions and on and on. It goes millions of views for for this video come in. Then they say the Loudoun County Sheriff's Office in Tennessee announced that he had been arrested and charged with aggravated stalking and harassment. Good. They don't know about his plea to, to those charges. During the investigation, it was determined that Mr. Yerkes was making unsolicited contact with a co-worker. It was further found that he was posting on several social media sites, including YouTube, making threats of violence. Those social media threats garnished national attention and led to the investigation. So he's, he's in custody, thankfully. And they're uh, looking this guy up to see what they can hit him with here. This is just one of those people where you see him, they pop into the viral world, and you're like, we're going to hear from him again. Yeah, unfortunately, it was... Not very terrible news in which we're going to hear from him because he murdered somebody. I would not be surprised in the slightest when you hear about somebody like that. It's like this weird mix of things, you know, when somebody has no social skills and they're talking about being depressed and wanting to lash out and they have somebody that they're stalking. It's like, whoa, buddy, all of these things are very, very bad signs. Uh, we're going to go to you. Your dispatches are rolling in right now uh, to the News Junkie app and also uh, over at thenewsjunkie.com. You can record from your phone, your computer, wherever you are, and get on the show right now. But uh, I love this. Uh, this couldn't have been predicted by anybody. Not anybody at all. No way, Jose. Went on Twitter, on uh, the website Twitter that Elon Musk has now bought and I'm sure is just really thrilled with his purchase. Facebook! Super happy Instagram, about Instagram, Twitter, y'all see this? When they made it so you could just buy your way to a blue check on your profile, turns out a bunch of people instantly used it to impersonate celebrities and uh, put out false statements about them. Within like five seconds, it ended up that these Twitter Blue subscriptions were causing chaos on the platform. There was a fake LeBron James who tweeted, I demand a trade from the Los Angeles Lakers. <laughs> People on. started to pick it up, and there was a fake version of Adam Schefter from ESPN that reported the Las Vegas Raiders head coach had been fired. There was a fake Aldous Chapman who announced the pitcher was staying with the New York Yankees. All of these different things popped up. Uh, there was even 
an account pretending to be Nintendo that posted a picture of Mario flipping the bird. <laughs> because uh, <laughs> why not? And they pretended that this was uh, the, the yeah, actual yeah, legit yeah. account. Uh, yeah, all over the place, they were uh, creating these accounts and posting stuff that was not true, uh, which anybody who was watching could have predicted. Elon's having a ball with his new purchase. You know, I don't know if he's going to be able to sort anything out here or not, but he said yesterday, he's like, look, it's going to be a wild ride. We're going to try a bunch of stuff. Some of it's going to work. Some of it's not going to work. And we're going to can it as soon as we started. And I just leave it alone. Maybe, you know, take the uh, rest of the year to, to plan. And then execute. They're doing it all these in public. Changes. They're going full public with the all the stuff that they're trying out and, and failing with many of those things. It seems in front of everybody. I say Twitter was a garbage platform before, and it'll be a garbage platform after. Is there any saving it? Uh, what, would, what would save? Yes, it? there. There is one thing. There is one thing that I believe would save. Twitter oh, the thing you've problem. already said. What? Which thing? Uh, that you have to force people to attach their account to a phone number. I think that would be good, and they kind of try to do that now when you're signing up. But as you know, there's ways around all of that stuff. I think. Yes, the, you only have so many fake accounts. The, the only way that's where he yells at people. I have no fake <laughs> accounts. I use my own account to yell at people. I'm not a pussy. <laughs> uh, I think that the only way to uh, save Twitter is for mainstream media journalists to start ignoring it because when you elevate some asshole on twitter who called like lizzo fat or like said something that you think is terrible and you take this one heckler out there and you put them on the front page of your news website and you elevate these these poisonous voices when you do that I think that you are destined to have a platform that's going to always be poisonous. If you ignore these people, just treat it like the phone system, for God's sake. You know, I don't like the phone system much because it's garbage. It's a fickle beast. If you go way, way back on the show. What do you like, Sean? I, I don't like the phone system. That's why I built out the dispatch system. That thing's garbage. The phone system goes uh, oh, way yeah, back. The, uh, the phone system is a uh, drunk sea lane. Fickle beast, dude. Mm -hmm. Huh? 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 I still love that guy. I want to Same. talk to him. Um, I he has no idea who we are. No, I think that you had to treat like the phone system. Like, hey, there's a lot of phones out there, and there's a lot of people saying crazy, stupid stuff into their phone. Uh, and just because if there was a way for us to hear all of it, it doesn't mean you need to center those voices. We don't need radical representation everywhere, which is what we get. But that'll never happen. People will keep doing this. You take a tweet and you make a news story, and it makes it more and more poisonous, I think. All right, let's go over to you. You've got uh, ideas, thoughts, comments, all that good stuff. And uh, it's time for you to join us here on the show. Here is Dale chiming in. I guess he's talking about James Corden. He hasn't had too much good news out there. Let's see what he says. Hey, just want to let you guys know that uh, James Corden is on the newest Hot Ones that was just posted today. And uh, even if you're still uncomfortable watching it, it's it's kind of funny to watch. And when you're done, or if you can't wait, take a look at the comments section. Oh, they're Beautiful. probably tearing apart. All right. Have a good one, guys. Yeah, we'll go, we'll go pop, pop. I, I like Hot Ones, and I think there's been some really good interviews on there. The guy, Sean, who who hosts that YouTube show, I think he does a good job, and they, they provide like a safe space for interviews. What I mean by that is celebrities know they're not going to get grilled there. They're going to have some fun, have a good time, and people like watching that. So I think that's a smart tactic on, on his part. But I don't, I'm not going to watch anything with James Corden on it. I don't find him interesting. I don't care about him. <laughs> I'm not going to put any time into it. I've got people that, that do you, now. Do you think? I mean, it was. I mean, uh, I think they probably tape hot ones mm -hmm. a little bit in advance. It's not like you know, do it on a Tuesday. It's released on a Wednesday. No, nah, right? there's some work going so, into it. So, do you, how far before this whole Balthazar controversy 
do you think that they may have taped this episode? Uh, I don't know. And then all this stuff comes out about James Corden being <laughs> awful. And now the Sean guy has to go, do I <laughs> release it? Absolutely. Yeah. I would definitely 100% release it. And Unless it comes out like he's nice and then James is maybe calling him like, hey, you know what a charming time we have? Do you mind just posting it now so not everyone thinks I'm an asshole? The comment section is going to let him have it, right? It's yeah. always going to be the great equalizer there. I put certain celebrities in this bucket, and I'm like, I don't really care about them. I don't, I'm don't. i not going to watch an interview with them. Meghan Markle is in this bucket for me. I, everything she says, I'm I like, like oh, my God. It's like, how am I the victim in, in everything in life here? Uh, day 17, you know? Those people, I put them in a bucket, and I'm like, Go for it. Do your thing. I, I'm not going to click play on that video. Maybe enough people will that uh, they keep doing their thing out there, but not for me. Here is one more from Albie. All right, let's see. Hey, junkies. Burrito here. Burrito? Uh, love, still love the show. Just want to let still? you guys know, Good. even though Check in. I submitted for a Divic sticker, I'm very appreciative of the magnet. So if you can go ahead and send that sticker, yeah, that would be great. <laughs> yeah, that would okay, be great. Pumpkin. Did I miss miss the order up for you, Albie, um, or Burrito, or whatever you said your name was? Please email me. <laughs> if anything like that happens, email tips at thenewsjunkie.com. i got a lot of stuff going on, but I'll do my best to try to get to that at some point in time, okay? Tips at thenewsjunkie.com. When we come back, you're on just like that with your comments. I know you got something in your head and you want to get it out. Go record your first dispatch at thenewsjunkie.com right now. When we return, C-Lane got some per- Potentially unfortunate news, I think, uh, moments ago. No, 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 no. Only lasted a minute. Oh, oh we were going to have such a ball. Nothing bad happens to this and, guy. And also, that, uh, so uh, we got uh, a notification on our phones that our ring alarm was running on backup battery and uh-huh. cellular, which means either one of two things the power is out or the internet is out. Uh-oh. But whichever it was, was it rectified itself in just one minute. Oh, good God. Well, yeah, well quick scared. God. There are people that are losing power last minute. We're going to get into that and everything that's happening with the storm in just a moment. That's coming up next on the News Junkie. Send him your tips. And your deepest, darkest secrets. Email tips at thenewsjunkie.com. Well, how are you? How'd you fare in the storm? Let me tell you, first of all, I want to see from the folks in chat who are watching the show live, power yes or power no? Do you have power right now? What is your power situation after the storm? Nicole, which uh, made landfall as a hurricane, Category 1, then turned in pretty quickly to a tropical storm. And a lot of people listening are watching or whatever are doing this today with no power. Uh, like Vanessa already said, I have no power, but I could win a grant. That's, that'd, be a, that'd be a great way to make your day a little bit better. You Watch out for those. battery with that. Those keywords are exactly for that. Uh, if you've got no power, let us know. Slabadaba says his power flickered. C-Lane said just a couple of moments ago at your house, it looked like you were about to lose power, but it seems to have gone back on. We either lost power or internet for about a minute. Yeah, that's... Uh, that's Very. That's a scary thing because if it happens when the storm is over, you kind of get into this mindset. Um, and you know, the storm is over. I'm saying like the, the worst of it for certain parts uh, of the state right now. You go, we, we beat it. We did it. The storm is gone and the winds are dying down a little bit. And now we're not going to lose power. And then. 
If you lose yeah. power in that moment, that is frustrating. Our friend uh, Austin said not too long ago, just a couple minutes ago, I think, that his power went out. And it's like, damn, it's so frustrating. It's almost better if it happens earlier on because you could say, yeah, well, the, the winds were whipping in a storm, and that's why the power went off. But it happens afterwards to a, a whole lot of people. Amy K over on YouTube, different Amy K says, power, yes, sleep, no. And that is true for a lot of people. Even my son is down in West Palm, and uh, this went north of that to, like, Vero Beach. Uh, and the folks there, the folks almost everywhere where this hit, it's hard to sleep sometimes through a storm like this, especially if you get the brunt of it, like you know, bomb, South Florida bomb, did. Bomb. If you get the brunt of it, it, it makes so much noise, and you're sitting there worried, is this house going to collapse on top of me right now? And if you're not sea lane, you know, it becomes difficult to sleep. If you're sea lane... He's sleeping like a little baby, like a cartoon with a little, uh, you know, pew, 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 pew. not so much babyish, but you know, it, w- it was a decent sleep. Yeah, I, I could not sleep after like three thirty or so. We were stuck up, and then we had the two flickers of the power. And when the power goes off in this house, it's dramatic because there's a lot of stuff running, and the fish tank is like, yes, makes all kinds of noise. They're screaming. The fish are screaming. (laughs) Everything is like loud when the power goes off. And when it comes back on, it's the same thing, like the, the house booting back up. And I know it is so frustrating to get through a storm and then, oh, on the other side, all of a sudden you get hit. On YouTube, Crazy Drunk Cat Lady says, usually if power goes out after the storm, it comes back up quickly because they have to turn it off temporarily to fix something. Yeah, you, you've got pockets of, of homes all over the state of Florida. How many did you say? Uh, like tens of thousands, certainly, right? Sea lane in the state of Florida without power? In the state of Florida, uh, about 345,000 oh, last I looked. wow. Okay, so we we're into the hundreds of thousands of and people. And it's, it's going down. I just refreshed. It's 330 it? now. Yeah. So. Well, if, if you're in a place where the winds have now died down to a certain point, what they tend to do is they say, once the winds get below this, we'll get our crews out there, and those crews will start repairing things. And then, you know, one by one or thousands by thousands or tens of thousands, the power ends up going back on for everybody. Uh, BDMP says, I'm beachside right now over on Discord. A lot of effed up stuff. Uh, And I saw many of the TV stations. They were out there at the beach, and you could see uh, even at low tide, like it looked like a total mess uh, out there and just so much beach erosion. And we talked to Tom Sorrells yesterday about that very issue. And like it, when when these waves just start smacking the beach for days in a row, a couple slapping of days, the beach. <laughs> <laughs> they're slapping the beach, and it just wears away, <laughs> wears away at everything that you're looking at. Some of the houses watching this morning, like, are hanging off by. About a, a cliff, a yeah, sand cliff. Yeah, I saw a couple of those where the, it was something looked very precarious. And uh, isn't it amazing? I, I heard during one of the last breaks they said, well, Walt Disney World plans to be open at uh, ooh, 11 ooh. o'clock. And, and they say uh, Universal Studios is doing like a phased reopening of the theme park. And um, I, what do they, they probably were open for a little while yesterday, I'm sure. So, they said SeaWorld is closed, but these if these theme parks get back up and running, you just Florida wants to go. Florida wants to get back to normal as fast as possible. Uh, Gabby on Facebook says power went out, came back on for twenty minutes, and went out again. That's oh. the worst. What a tease! The back and the forth is is a tough one because if you don't have it for a while, and then your power, your house powers back on, you're like, yes, 
I'm going to make a DiGiorno. Yeah. <laughs> and you start to like get stuff ready. And then I'm going to eat a half frozen DiGiorno. Powers back down. And you, Damn it, man. And you know, it, uh, this, this sucks to have to say because you, uh, it feels like every time a hurricane comes through, we have to remind you of two very, very seemingly basic things. Mm-hmm. But you have to say it because inevitably somebody will run a generator somebody where they're, somewhere where they're not supposed to. And in this case, somebody will... Uh, make contact with uh, live power lines. Right. And uh, two people were killed this morning uh, in a neighborhood I mean, not too far from me. Seriously. Uh, after they made contact, it says deputies and firefighters arrived around 9.30 a.m. where a man was found dead after making contact with a power line after he got out of his car. A woman traveling with him was also electrocuted and later died at the Jeez, hospital. Man. Jesus. That is, that's one of the other sides of this that people don't think about. And I was trying to be careful this morning when I was kind of looking around the house and getting a lay of the land and seeing what the storm did, uh, checking out to make sure nothing was broken and all that. And when I went out there, I was like, let me look around. Let me look for any kind of wires, whatever. And for me, if it's a wire and it's on the ground, I, it could be a cable wire for all I yeah. know. It could be anything. I'm, I'm not going anywhere near that because this exact reason is why that becomes so so dangerous. Uh, Jay Dolker on Discord says, standing at 40 mile an hour winds in a line is going to suck. A plastic parka ain't going to cut it. Well, they try. These news crews, they, they get out there, the reporters do. I saw this morning, I was watching our friend Amy Caulfield and uh, her coverage, and they went to uh, a reporter and they go, oh, it seems kind of quiet where you are. And the reporter almost took offense to the idea that they said, "Okay, I've been out here since four a.m." The the reporter's like, "I've been out here all night, and I'm taking a little break in a in a cutout here behind the building. It's hard to stand out there the whole time." And then the reporter goes to walk back out into the. All right, I'm going to do my job. Here we go. Get back out into the winds here and do that thing where I lean into the storm for some reason and. Uh, I've got my microphone here in front of me. But then they, you know, try to do the the man on the street style mm-hmm. where it could be this one adorable old man that David uh, Martin was talking to was just like, I've been through many hurricanes and I was just happy to be here. And then there's some other lady on the beach who was like, yeah, no. Oh, did you want Maybe. yes or no's? Yeah. We had a limb. Uh, like, why did you go up to the news crew if that's how you were going to be live on the news? You know now? who that person probably was? The reporter who was out there was probably like um, doing a, some some stuff and shooting some things. And that kind of person generally will come around the camera and be like, oh, you doing any interviews? Can you interview us? And they'll be chatty Kathy. You turn the camera on, you put the microphone in front of them, and they go, yes, no. Scary winds. Fine. And you're like, oh, you're boring me already. Give me something exciting. Get the get the reporter back in the parka out there in the uh, winds or the slicker or whatever they're wearing out sure. there. Sure. Uh, but this thing is now weakened after making landfall as a Category 1. Uh, worked its way up the state of Florida. Dumped about four inches of rain. So pretty wet out there. you got to be careful when you're driving around for those of you impacted by this. Uh, they said nearly three to four inches of rainfall. Hurricane force winds were recorded in places like Volusia, uh, Volusia and Brevard counties. Um, you might in your neighborhood think it's time to go out, time to go do something. You might make a reckless decision like, say, I'm going to go to McDonald's, you know? I'm going to go get my breakfast. What's reckless about that? It just seems like a reckless decision. I think it was <laughs> reckless on the manager of the I case, cannot. Man. I still can't believe the McDonald's was open. What the hell are they doing over there? Do you, th- do you think there was like just one person in there? 
doing all of the things. Hell no, multiple people. There was a whole crew. <laughs> oh in yeah. There? I remember during Ian, which was significantly uh, more intense for uh, our area, but uh, the Seven Eleven close by. I'm like, you know, I'll stay open. He's like, yeah, I, I was here all night mm-hmm. because I didn't want anyone to break in. No yeah. one showed up, but. Technically, we were open. Yeah, they stayed. They stayed open through the whole thing, and that was worse than this, I think, in, in a lot of ways. But I was stunned that that McDonald's was open. And that, what are they paying employees over there that they go? You know what? It's worth it. Let me get in the car. Let me drive through this storm, and let me go make some uh, hash browns and egg McMuffins for the sea lanes of the world and get mm-hmm. this out there right now. And breakfast burritos. Oh, those are delicious, wow. man. Uh, we're going to go to you, your dispatches, real quick. Let's work just a couple of those in. we got so many things to touch on today, but your stories are important. Let's see. Here is Chaos chiming in. Oh, Chaos has no power. Damn it, What's man. up, news junkies? Hey. Yo, Sean. Got the merch. Appreciate it. Oh, he's, he's um, the one who had the twins. The 8-bit magnet. Suck it, losers. Yeah, suck it. I Whoa, got one. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, we. I had power up to like 5.30 in the morning, then I went to sleep. And then woke up at like 10 o'clock, and I don't have power. And I'm the only one, literally the only house, out of everybody on my block. Pay your bill? (laughs) Hopefully it's not that. He's been in the hospital, so who knows? If you're the only one on your block that doesn't have power, I mean, at least do your due diligence. Mm -hmm. Who needs Do your due diligence. It's a lot of Ds, man. You just take two. It's a lot of these, and uh, and check your breaker. Yeah, to see if something hasn't been thrown. That's true. Because when during the storm for a while, my neighbor had power, and I didn't have power, and I was so so infuriated. This neighbor or that neighbor? Uh, that neighbor. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So and, and I could look out the window, and, and I, as I told the story at the time, but just quickly, we went um, to go do some things. We went to go grab uh, some drinks somewhere, and headed back, we see that um, there there is lights on. And we go, oh, hell yeah. We do the dance. Like, power's back on. You know what? Let's go to 7-Eleven. We're getting some food. We're going to celebrate. We're going to cook it. And then when we pulled in, neighbor's lights were on. Our power was not on at all. And we were just sitting in the dark. It's sad. And then, you know, you walk around, especially with a dog, talking to your neighbors. And I remember Ian, because my power was out for as long as it was, and and it was just a little section of my entire neighborhood. Mm -hmm. Neighbors that I kind of barely spoke to, very nice. We're like, if you want to come take a shower, you're more than welcome to. And I'm like, okay, I'll go grab my uh, caddy and a towel, and I'll get naked in your house. And would you mind telling me your first name? Because yeah. I just know you by your dog. That is both very nice of them to, to offer that up, and also very weird right. if you would like. <laughs> I don't want to be naked in the neighbor's house. That's 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 a strange it's a good feeling. Country I think. song. Yeah, naked in the neighbor's house. The platinum song in the works. There. Are we going to hear from you? We got more dispatches coming up as we try to figure out what's going on with this storm. A lot of people across the country talking about that. Of course, we've got more things in the fallout from the election. And uh, there is something you need to be aware of because a bunch of people are getting sick from eating something in particular. You got to know this. It's coming up next on the News Junkie. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts.
forever at the crossroads between viral news and total chaos. This is the News Junkie. We are in the future. The future is beautiful and everybody hates it. I think Louis C.K. had a bit near that somewhere. And when I see stories like they just pushed out or they're working on pushing out, adding Zoom to Teslas, so you can just like do your Zoom meeting in your Tesla. That doesn't sound. I'm like, this is the future, man. This is the future. Not saying that I haven't taken uh, a Zoom or perhaps perhaps Teams meeting in my car. I've been on a Teams meeting with you in your car. I've been on multiple Teams meetings where I've been in my car. Yeah, I've seen like you you see your face and then you see like the the liner of the roof of the car and you're like, hang on. It's usually the seatbelt that gives it away. (laughs) True, yeah. Yeah, This is a a Diet Coke, please. Now this is like so ever-present in our lives that they're adding Zoom to Teslas. So... You know, they'll probably make it at the beginning, so you can't, you're not supposed to do it while you're driving around. You gotta like put it in park or whatever. But it's just crazy. And I don't know if you guys saw this. They're trying to figure out how to um, reinvent radio, broadcast radio. Mm-hmm. And there's some pretty clever folks. We've out already there. done that. Uh, they, well, yeah, baby. Th- there's been some folks along the way who have come up with some, some I think, pretty horrifically bad ideas. Uh, one of them being HD radio, which is just the uh, acceptance hey, of HD radio's garbageville. Say that to Kent's country station's hey, face. Kent, Kent's country station is fantastic. That's great. But the the idea of he HD told me radio, I can play around with it whenever uh, I want. <laughs> oh, because, he was talking about the radio station. Yeah, uh, you got a test radio station because because uh, he said my wife is one of three people that listen to it. <laughs> well, the the idea that you're going to have HD radio was kind of appealing, and then you try it out, and almost everybody's first experience. With that was garbage. Your radio is like HD, it's clear, and then it switches back to the regular, and then it switches back over. So many people don't even know what it is, or that their vehicles have HD radio. Right. One of the things that they've come up with that's pretty clever, I think, for radio moving forward, I read a bit about this this morning, and um, let me see if I can get what uh, this thing is called, because I thought it was interesting. They're putting it in a bunch of new vehicles, including Genesis vehicles will have this. Like the Hyundai kind? No, no, just Genesis. It's like a really a cool car brand that like... Yeah, really the one that uh, Hyundai started. Awesome, cool people drive. Mostly just awesome, cool people. And uh, they, they... And then you. They, <laughs> how dare you? They talked about this new feature that they're rolling out for Hyundai, Genesis, Kia, and other brands. And it's something called Xperi, X-P-E-R-I. And it's going to be a connected radio, like on your dashboard, like you probably already have. But what it'll do is connect the broadcast station you're listening to to their internet stream. And then when you lose reception, if you drive out of the, the broadcast area, it will automatically switch over oh, that's nice. to the stream of the station so you can continue listening. So if somebody is driving through a city, let's say they're driving through Dallas and they pick up 97.1 The Freak, they're listening to it, but they're driving through the state and they head out of the state and all of a sudden it switches over and it goes to the backup uh, feed uh, the internet stream and they can continue on with it. And there's all sorts of other stuff that it does. And it, there's all these wild things happening out there. You know, some of them are frightening with robots, with guns and AI that seems like we're empowering things a bit too much. But come on, man. There's some wild, cool things that are happening out there. If you look around a little bit, 
Even uh, Zoom and a Tesla. Uh, a little sad, I think, for the smaller stations who are like, these people are just driving through here for 10 minutes, and now they're not going to hear us at all. Yeah. Like, <laughs> there's sometimes in the middle of Florida or something, you hear this just sad little guy's been at his uh, <laughs> station for years. Is anybody like, out there? Hello? <laughs> And then it's back. Uh, they tell you in radio when you first start, you should talk to one person. You can think of one person and Jesus. directly talk to that person. And on some stations, they literally are just talking to one person. It's just, yeah. just one one human being out there is is enough for you, I guess. A little bit of an update here on some of the stuff that happened with the election this week. Uh, as C-Lane pounds on his buttons. <laughs> ah, it's all me, baby. <laughs> And flirting with the, all the people watching uh, on the street. So there was a big election this week. If you didn't notice, people voted and uh, people won and people lost. And basically, um, the Republicans gained some ground. People, I think, by and large, rejected some of the craziness coming out of the far left. But they also rejected the craziness coming out of the far right. And a lot of these like election denier candidates, uh, QAnon candidates, they lost. A whole bunch of them, in fact, lost. So kind of... A win for rationality, it would seem, at least if you try to look at the sunny side of things. But I went back to check on those states that we had talked about that were going to be voting for marijuana legalization. And the news is not as good as uh. one would have liked um, because they said uh, it did not do very well in, in a couple of them. I don't understand it. This is generally very popular. Here's how it went in Arkansas. Voters uh, rejected a constitutional amendment that would have allowed cannabis possession and recreational consumption by adults as well as sale by licensed facilities. Had it passed, possession of up to an ounce would have been legal and some tax revenue from marijuana sales would have contributed to funding law enforcement. But that was a no from Arkansas. They dismissed it. Maryland voters approved a constitutional amendment that legalizes recreational marijuana for people 21 and up. That will go into effect July 1st of next year. In possession of 1.5 ounces or two plants. I like when they give you the number of plants you can have. They say that is going to be legal in Maryland. Uh, Missouri voters. Missouri. They approved it. They approved the measure to end prohibitions on marijuana in the state. Smoke some weed. And allow personal use for those over the age of 21. And wow, how about you, Missouri? They're allowing for possession of up to three ounces. That's a lot of weed. That's, that is a lot of weed. That's a, that'd be a big old sack of weed if you had three ounces on you at any time. And you're allowed to there. It's like a pillowcase. And North Dakota. A citizen-initiated ballot measure that aimed at allowing the use of marijuana in, quote, various forms, unquote, for those who are at least 21 years old, was rejected by North Dakota voters. Rejected. It would have allowed them to have up to an ounce and all marijuana to be tested in a facility for the potency of the products and the presence of pesticides. And finally, over in South Dakota... Another loss for the stoners. That would have been the one reason I go to South Dakota. Now you got no reason to go to the Dakotas at all, I guess. They said they voted down a measure to legalize cannabis in the state. Uh, Recreational use had passed in South Dakota in 2020, but the results were nullified by state courts because, you know, state courts are awesome like that. According to the 2022 ballot measure, uh, possession of up to an ounce would have been legal and they would have legalized possession of marijuana paraphernalia use and distribution. So more losses than wins, it would seem, if you uh, look at what happened in those places. Failing in three states and passing in two. 
Not everybody on board with the movement to legalize weed. In some of these states, it's still a little bit unpopular, I guess. And you got to be safe out there. Before we hear from you and your dispatches, I wanted to let you know about this. Uh, I've never been somebody who's gotten sick from any kind of food I've had at a restaurant. I never really never got had any food poisoning. No, huh? no, never had any like serious food poisoning. And I've been told from people, Courtney included amongst them, that if you have food poisoning, you will never ever go, huh, I think I might have got food poisoning. You will go, I 100% had food poisoning. Yes. Because the reaction is very severe and very obvious. And it's not like, maybe I'm just a little hungover here. Um, so they say, no, a lot, a lot of vomiting. Yeah, a lot of vomiting, a lot of. Other side. Yeah. It's just coming out of all the places it Good can come time. out of. They said now federal officials are investigating a listeria, a listeria outbreak across multiple states, which has killed at least one person and hospitalized 13 others. This so far has hit 16 states in this outbreak. It's connected to deli meat and cheese. Oh, great. Two of my favorite things. Still going to eat a sandwich after the show. Oh, I had one at 3 o'clock this morning. It's worth it. You had a sandwich at 3 o'clock? I thought I was going to be awake <laughs> for the rest of the night because of the hurricane. So I was like... I'll just have a sandwich. Did you get back to sleep afterwards? I, like, barely passed out. I'm, I was watching TV, and then all of a sudden, it was 6 o'clock in the morning. I am so bad if I wake up, like, at, at that just that worst time, 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning, and then you try to go back to bed because you got some more time. I'm so bad at getting back to bed. Same. And then I can't just sit there, so I'll, like, wander around. I'll try to do something. Get like to stand work. over Courtney while she's sleeping. <laughs> just wait. All I need to do is wait until she opens her eyes. Courtney. I just reach over and I find the Apple TV remote and I click the button for keep watching Criminal Minds and then roll over. What if the audio starts playing? Do you get in trouble for that at your house? No. Anything? No? You guys sleep oh. with the audio on and the TV on? Oh, same. Yeah. Man. Wait, yeah. you sleep with the TV on yeah. with no audio? No, no, off. We turn the TV off. Oh. Yeah, we, we lay there for a, a while. Loser. Yeah. Well, I'm that's not a loser thing. That's not a sociopath. You fall asleep with complete silence. Yeah, that's what you're supposed to do, I think. I think you're supposed to turn off all the distractions okay. and stuff Weirdo. when you're sleeping. I yeah, watch F is for Family, that. and then I turn off F is for Family, and I sit there in the dark. Hmm. That seems totally normal. Folks, how many people do you think sleep with their TV on? I mean, I definitely on? do. I, think, I fall asleep every single night with the TV on. You think the majority of people go to sleep with the TV on? I, yeah. Yeah. Or some sort of sound. Mm -hmm. Why is no sound weird to you? Like just sitting in your room with no sound is weird? Yeah, yeah I mean, especially coming from you. I mean, I imagine that your mind would be racing. It's like the one time when I, thought. I, I, I try to make sure I'm right at the point where I'm ready to go to bed. Boom, turn off the TV. Boom, boom. I'm out like a damn light just like that. I even adjusted all the settings on my Apple TV to try and make it as close to night mode on your phone as possible oh okay like take out all the blues and stuff like so that so it's like pleasing on the eyes yeah even though you're in the middle of the and night then the 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 volume level does not go above 14 by the way that's another big thing that i've seen people fighting over if you see somebody that doesn't use dark mode on whatever app they're using people just the, oh my god use light mode what kind of sociopath uses light mode and i'm like damn i'm using light mode over oh here oh my god you fall asleep <laughs> to silence <laughs> and, and I use light, light mode, mode. I, i've never changed anything to dark mode but i guess that also yeah, everything is dark mode for me yeah, social pariah over here because <laughs> like i keep some things on and i keep some things off okay we're gonna hear from you <laughs> <laughs>
We've got we've got your Sean Watson, I keep some things on and I keep some things off. What did I have for twenty twenty one? People are human, or was that before? Oh, that, that, that was before, a while yeah. ago. I don't remember that was that was a gem though. I mean, that's very very true statement for me. All right, we're going to take a break actually, and when we come back, we're going to get to these dispatches. We got a bunch of you all lined up and ready to go, and some of you are chiming in on stories that we've already mentioned. So let you be next. Yes, you go to the newsjunkie.com and hit record on your first dispatch today. When we return, the next episode with Sabrina. What's coming up on the next episode? Oh, what's coming up on the next episode? If you're wondering why Robert Downey Jr. is completely bald, well, I may have an answer for you. 50 Cent is getting his troll on again, and this time his target is Grandma Donna. Grandma Donna. Ah. Plus, the ghost of Alex Trebek is facepalming as Jennings takes what is doing your job right for 500. All that and so much more coming up on the next episode. And that is coming up next on the News Junkie. No one's really sure what all C-Lane's buttons actually do. This is the News Junkie. The next episode in just a moment. All things happening in the world of entertainment and beyond. And hello to all of you. Thanks for hanging out with us today. Howdy. We appreciate you. And if this is all you get of the show, well, you can get more. You can get the podcast over at thenewsjunkie.com. Our friends uh, in Dallas on 97.1 The Freak. Don't forget, go over there. Hit that subscribe button, and you get the entirety of the show each day if that's what you're interested in doing. Uh, Rochester takes, I think, almost a whole damn show, right? Uh, yeah. Say, say for like the last segment or something. Early Sweet. in the morning. Yeah. It's, Good morning, <laughs> Rochester. Yeah, we're waking them up over there, man. Uh, all right, let's get into it. Let's do the next episode. Because there's a lot on TV. And you can't possibly keep up with all of it. Even though you should, because what else are you going to talk about? Oh, my God. I slept with James last night. Guy is a sexual Tyrannosaurus. Nothing. Weather's nice. It's time for the next episode with Sabrina. Hey. Wow. Smoke weed every day. The next episode brought to you by That Mortgage Guy Don. That Mortgage Guy Don.com and the Home Loans Radio Show. If you're refinancing, buying your first dream home, uh, consolidating that debt. He is the man to work with. He's an expert. He's your friend. And you can find him at That Mortgage Guy Don.com. It was 30 years ago, 1992. The lead singer of this band, I'll take his name too. Guns and Roses Slash. Uh, that'll be Axl Rose. Damn it! Axl Rose is right, and Axl Rose was found guilty. But you said guitarist. And uh, guilty of what, you may ask? God. Guilty of what? Now I kind of want to wait until this drops. Of inciting a riot at St. Louis Riverport Amphitheater. He was given a suspended sentence and ordered to donate how much money each to five charities. Oh, my God. He had to donate to five charities? Five charities. That's why you don't incite riots in St. Louis. Ten grand each. Okay, that's the answer. Oh, so, is that? Yeah. Well, then I nailed it. Congratulations. Sorry, Celine, you could not. Speaking of axing. Ten grand. Thanks. Ten no, grand I already is right. got it. Two I already points. got it. Uh, it was 29 years ago, 1993, that... Oh, Lorena Bobbitt. Oh, yeah. 
Well, at least her ex-husband was acquitted of marital sexual assault after his Johnson was lopped off by his Latina minx, Lorena Bobbitt. That docuseries was so great, man. It was, I am touching yeah. that. I'm not gay. <laughs> I'm not gay. I'm not touching that thing. Oh, you only had one job. Do you have that? Available no, I do. As a matter of fact, no. Anytime Three, you only have one job, I've got a song that's for that exact mm-hmm. purpose. One job. And now I go to Jeopardy. Whose job? Ken's. Mm-hmm. Ken Jennings, to be exact. He's asked the questions, right? Yeah, you'd think. No, he and, gives the answers. Oh, technically, yes. Uh, he hosts the show, and I think maybe one of the biggest rules, because it is on primetime television, available via antenna, is to not do what? We have a similar rule, uh, rule that we have to follow. Rule number one, <laughs> protect, protect the, the license. license. By not... Cursing. Correct. Well, he did just that. He sent the internet into a tizzy over the week because he accidentally revealed the answer to a trivia question. I feel like that'd be rule number two yeah, as really. far as being host of trivia, uh, the trivia being Jeopardy. And then he uttered a curse word when he realized what he had done. Um, Wait, isn't that all recorded ahead of time? Like It is, but they left it on there because it's quirky. Oh, did they? Cool. Really? Yeah, this is how it went down. Category 40, 23, 38, and 74, which is larger than all of them. No. Oh, f- <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! Ken! We'll just pretend. You're crazy. Maybe select again. Uh, it was 40, 23, 38, and 74, which is lar- larger than all of them. Um, and that actually was the answer, I guess. Yeah. It's what is larger than all of them. So th- they had to show it, I guess, because otherwise it wouldn't make sense why that, that clue was gone. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know how they uh, rectified it, but th- this was one of those like term- tournament of champion things, so mm-hmm. it's a little looser. And what he was doing was he was supposed to wait till all the clues in that category were given away uh, and then kind of go... Oh, here's a fun fact about all the numbers in this thing. And there was still one more on the board. What a Stupid. dummy. And when he yeah. did that, Matt Amodio was like, <laughs> click, 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 click. And of all days, on the second anniversary of Alex Trebek's death. So how dare you. But we continue on Jeopardy news. And this was a little bit earlier. And contestants and viewers at home went wild. Go from tizzy to just straight up wild. Mm-hmm. Over around. That was deemed absolutely ridiculous. The category was current slang, and the answers were, well, really fun. So instead of revealing the clip, I'd like to see if you two are up to date on your current slang. Oh, Unless Did you watch it already? I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it either. Uh, am I spoiling my, this for you? My slang is lit, okay. though, so okay. I, I should be able to get this. <sighs> okay, maybe I don't want to do this. No, I got Are this. you sure you yeah, guys Yeah, I'm, I'm hip, okay. hip, hip AF. All right, category began no with cap. the clue... For 400, this seven-letter adjective means both dehydrated and too eager for approval. Thirsty. Thirsty is correct. Please um, use the oh, button next sorry. time. Sorry, <laughs> I just blurted it out. What is thirsty? Uh, what is thirsty is right now you have $400. Yes. Um, for $800, name the name of this Italian fashion house means stylish or all is well. Ceiling. Ceiling? What is Balenciaga? That is incorrect. That's what I was going to say, too. Uh, what is all, everything's well, and it's also a stylish Italian house. It's uh, all. What is Gucci? Correct. Uh, damn it. 
for one thousand dollars a drum. Balenciaga guys. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't say that? <laughs> they yeah. might soon. Everything's Prada. Mm. Uh, a drama queen might be described with a three-letter word that's also a music genre. Three-letter word music genre. Uh, Sean. Go ahead. Pop. No. <laughs> what is rap? No. Okay, remember, She's a there's total a, a drama queen. <laughs> a drama queen? Uh, there might be a huge music festival. It's all based on it. Just a couple She's weeks a ago. She's a total EDM. No. EDC. <laughs> what Why is, do you look so disappointed? What is emo? Oh, she's a talk. It's okay. from your time. Yeah, I just haven't heard anybody say that. And the fourth, since you guys are killing it. We say off the perk. It sounds like it means stolen, but this eight-letter compliment means your style is fierce. What is hot? What is, is that an eight-letter word, Sila? Sean. Sean? Ganked. Is that a word? That's what we used to say for stolen. Yeah, you ganked that. Back ganked? in the day, you'd be like, man, he when? ganked that That thing. didn't last very long. It was a small period of time where people were really cool. I'll add my own clue. Um, sometimes, um, if this was used in the past tense, uh, women could refer to it as a name for their vaginas. Uh, honey hole? Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> How many letters again? I <laughs> Eight. What is snatched? Oh, mm. I was yeah. close. Tiny hole is not that far away. Uh, for two thousand, should I even bother. Well, with what was mm. the eight-letter word? It was snatched. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. This, is, this is the last one for us, and I'm going to get this. Okay, you sure? Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Okay, here we go. Um, for two thousand, why is for the this four-letter word, which can mean to throw or be an interjection Sean. of joy. Yeet. Yeet is right. Nailed it. I win. It's also I'm the name of my uh, my company. Yeet. Isn't it? Is it weird to give out a company name? Like, that's public information, right? Wow. Like you know, people like dance around. No, S-Corp, baby. Oh, okay. Yeet Yeet Incorporated. Nice. Yeah. Thank you so much. Um, everything going Gucci over there? <laughs> everything Balenciaga. No cap. No cap. Um, 50 Cent is trying to come at somebody, and I, I, I guess I don't necessarily disagree with it. He shared a screenshot of an article with a headline about this gal. Madonna! Madonna is right, and the headline was, Madonna using rap music for clout on TikTok is pathetic and truly disturbs my spirit. It was written about her latest TikTok, where she lip-syncs to the song Vent by Baby Keem. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, as in you are familiar with the song? No, I've not heard of Baby Keem. Honey Hole? Uh, Honey Hole is, is like a, is up and coming. A lot of people are starting to say that. Hopefully the last part. Mm. 50 Cent captioned his post by saying, I told y'all grandma was on BS like a virgin at 64, LOL. And it really zinged her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Got her. Um, 50's been on Madonna's case before. He criticized her back in June and last year, too, but Madonna has yet to respond this time around, she's too busy chasing clout with rap music. I don't know what's going on with her, but it all Plastic seems surgery. really weird. Is she gay or not? Well, I, when when she gets so close to the camera, this is the thing. I don't. There's people who are like they get too close to the camera when they're making their videos. But she doesn't like she's not moving though. No. Also, it's scary. Her face doesn't move. It's very scary. Um, speaking of being scared. Justin Bieber is a little scaredy cat bitch. All right. And now a story has surfaced. Uh, it was an interview with Access Hollywood. Turns out Justin Bieber was extremely scared of this lady. Oh, Judge, Judge Judy. Judy. Judge Judy is right. 
You guys are both tied for the next episode game. Nice. Uh, big prize yes. at the end of the year. There's never a prize, though. This was back in 2014. There was a prize one year. I got you vintage stuff. Oh, yeah. It was like a stapler or something, yeah. but I told you it was an SOS code, and you believed You're me. being real loose with the word vintage there. It was. Yes. It, was from a, it was from a vintage store. It was it made was, in like 1960-something. Yeah. yeah, I remember. I but remember. it was a stapler, so uh -huh. pretty much the same thing. Still got it. No, you don't. That's oh, at no. my house. Uh, <laughs> 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 they found it in the trash. No, that's, no, that's inconvenient. <laughs> Back in 2014, I guess they were neighbors, and uh, Judge Judy told Access Hollywood, he's scared to death of me. Mm -hmm. There was a period of time where he grew up when he was foolish and doing foolish things. I must have said something about it. Then I understood that he was paying the front door people to let him know when I was there, coming and going, so he wouldn't have to bump into me. Oh. He was that scared of Judge Judy. Or was she, like, saying stuff to him every time? I, In that case, I'd like to avoid her as well. Judge Judy could definitely be intimidating. There's mm -hmm. no doubt about that. Yeah, back in 2014, if you remember, Justin wasn't doing too great. He was arrested in Miami for drag racing his Lamborghini, failed a sobriety test. I think that was also around the time where he did the pee-pee and the mop bucket at yeah. a restaurant. Yeah, so. he, there was a run there where he wasn't getting a lot of good uh, press. But um, now he's uh, back to Jesus and um, married to Haley. I Baldwin. thought, it wasn't there a thing where his face was kind of paralyzed or oh, that's something? Right. Is it back? Uh, we didn't get any updates. No so. idea. An update on Stormy Daniels. Um, she's on to a new job, not the one that starts with a B. This one starts with... A G. Ghost jobs. All right. And she is claiming now a ghost, not an, any old ghost, but a ghost with tentacles is now attacking her, trying to kill her by shoving her down the stairs. Uh, now, it seems that the ghost sex stories primarily have been happening to famous women. And I don't know that there's been a single man that uh, I said that a ghost has had sex. Well, if you, were, talk about it. if you were a ghost and you just had your pick of the litter, are you going to go bang some nobody? Probably not. No, you go after a star. Well, um, Stormy Daniels is not banging this ghost. Oh. She's being attacked by this ghost with tentacles. Okay. I've never heard of a ghost with tentacles. No, me either. Um, is it a ghost of an octopus? I guess anything could be a ghost, but I'm picturing like Casper the ghost in my head when I hear the word ghost. He's a friendly one from what I understand. Mm -hmm. um, she's found a new career in recent years as a ghost hunter. She travels around <laughs> to catch spooky paranormal happenings with her, with her ghost. Mm -hmm. She has a ghost friend, actually, named Susan. Whoa, it's a turncoat ghost? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so she's cheating. She claims Susan <laughs> is possessed, but still comes around to hang out with her for her ghost hunting. Um, in 2019, Stormy moved back to New Orleans where she settled into a house that she didn't realize was haunted. And then it was. All hell broke loose, according to Stormy. Anything you can imagine happening in a location happened in this location. Ooh. That's right. Noises, smells, things getting broken, the bed shaking, loss of time, headaches. It was just cray-cray. Now, um, two separate mediums that didn't know each other, and I didn't tell them anything, gave me the same story that there are multiple entities in the house, including this ghost with the tentacles. Oh, that's freaky. Who shoved her down the stairs. As soon as the house knew that I was leaving, it got even more aggressive. She's really pumping up the show that is not even plugged in the article. Mm -hmm. um, now, she didn't fall down the stairs. She just got pushed at the top of them. My dog started growling at things, and she didn't do that before. Okay, Stormy. Despite these terrifying experiences, Stormy has since become hooked on exploring more ghost places and paranormal activity. And uh, she even claimed that her doll screamed at her during filming of this show that is not named in the article. So best of luck, Stormy, on the boo-doo. <laughs> 
We have football. We have uh, Thursday Night Football. That made it real scary. Panthers and the Falcons. Cribs will be seeing the Cribs of Macy Gray and Ariel Winter. Yes. Which one? Uh, Both. Macy Gray. Mm -hmm. Oh, Ariel Winter, too. Yeah, I like them both. Watch What Happens Live. Series finale of Atlanta on FX. Series finale of The Good Fight on Paramount Plus. And the second season premiere, it should be the series finale of Warrior Nun on Netflix. I'm in. Will Ferrell, Lizzie Lohan, and the 1975 will be on Fallon. And you, follow your dreams and me on Instagram at Sabrina Ambra, TikTok at Savvy Cat Cat. But most importantly, say with me, America. Smoke weed every day. Thank you, Sabrina. So much more to get to as we roll on. We're going to give you updates on what's been happening with the uh, storm and how everybody's doing out there and many, many more things coming up and your dispatches right alongside them. A clip you cannot miss. A weird, weird eulogy that's starting to go viral. It's coming up next on the News Junkie. Occupying the space between high society and prison tattoos. This is the News Junkie. I guess Dave Chappelle is going to be doing SNL this weekend. I haven't seen any of the latest season of SNL, honestly. I haven't seen clips. I haven't even seen any of the clips, I don't think. because We, we took a day where we like started... Catching up on it is it weird? There's those a lot of people left as yeah. far as I know. They uh, it was it was funny the the very first skit they did back they did a play on um the is it Peyton the Manning brothers yeah, yeah. that do that side NFL show right where yeah. they just commentate on the the thing you could already watch where it's the football game but it's with commentators that are not nearly as polished as one might be used to and so basically they did uh the uh, Peyton and Eli were commentating on the opening skit of the first uh, you know the, of the first episode mm-hmm. of SNL and they're like oh they're they're really grasping at straws for this one oh they're bringing in the newbie for his first time on camera i bet he's going to look at the camera like an idiot there he goes he looked at the camera like an idiot so it, it was kind of funny and they they've had some good stuff but what's been fascinating is we did this while uh, it was the day that we were decorating for Christmas, uh-huh. so October thirtieth. Oh yeah, we got real early on that Christmas train, man. But but the funny part was uh, catching up with Weekend Update, and they start saying things about Kanye, and I'm like, this is before Kanye went all uh, anti-Semitism <laughs> Here on we everybody. Go. Like you guys, are, you don't even know what you're in for. You got a lot of material ahead of you right now. Well, they said some of the SNL staff has said they are going to walk out. Okay. over Dave really? Chappelle. I always think it's probably like two people, you know. Uh, and it says some of the staff writers. That's all they say. Page six has been told some of the staff writers for the long-running U.S. late-night comedy show are so furious. That they're sitting out the episode after it was announced that Chappelle, who has courted controversy with what they call here transphobic and homophobic jokes, was to host the iconic show. They're not going to do the show, an insider said, but none of the actors are boycotting. Uh, really? Yeah, none of the, none of the folks on the, the actual show itself seem to, to care. Uh, or going to be stepping away. Chappelle's rep told the publication there was nothing to suggest there was a boycott when they attended writers' meetings this week. He said everything seemed normal, and it didn't seem like anything was out of place. I felt like if anybody might have something against Dave Chappelle being there, 
They they do currently have their first non-binary cast member. Do they? Yeah, Molly Kearney is uh they them. Uh-huh. And uh but I mean then and maybe Bo and Yang, but maybe Bo and Yang thinks Dave Chappelle's funny. I, clearly yeah. as far as we can see so far people don't, aren't really worried about it. Like to me if if you were going to have Kanye West on SNL this week, you might have some people like, "Hey, I'm Jewish and I'm not going to be taking part in this." Now, what well, has been a treat to not hear anything about it's him. It's been kind of quiet He's actually. He's actually Gone with his cleanse of not talking. Wait, is he not tweeting anymore? Because that man was—he was very, very feverishly tweeting. I thought they suspended him. Did they? I—it's hard to follow yep. all this—the ins and outs of what's happening with that guy. But uh, looks like everybody else is on board with uh, Dave Chappelle and not uh, boycotting. They—they they, all they have to do is find like one person. Squeaky wheel syndrome that happens everywhere. And so many of these news stories that you see, it's like, oh my god. It's an outrage. I said, okay. Hey, if there's somebody on the staff that's like, I am so politically opposed to Dave Chappelle and I can't stand when somebody disagrees with me and I'm not going to take part in this, fine. Go ahead. Do your thing. Get out of here and come back next week. There's a new cast member, or at least I think he's new. Maybe he's just getting more screen time. Maybe he was a featured player before. But uh, if he's new... There was something about him, and I and I I had to ask Ashley because I was like, "Am I crazy, or this guy's like the faces he makes? He's like the Black Pete Davidson." Oh, really? Yeah. Like if you if you look <laughs> at like tattoos. Uh, no, I mean not that I noticed, but like if you look at some of the skits that he's been in and the faces he makes, he I'm gives like, off that vibe. That's Black Pete. <laughs> that's, that's like you, you guys lost White Pete, now you got Black Pete. Well, I I know that uh, they're trying to get more attention. They're trying to build that show up and. I don't know. Everybody always likes to call RIP on SNL. And everybody likes to always say, How oh. many times have they done that? Every Everybody likes to say one, that, oh, so much funnier when I was um, younger. It was in its prime. You only attach that to when you were probably closer in age to the actors who were on the show because you very likely shared the same sense of humor. Your sense of humor does change over the years, and sometimes you go, hey, I don't get this. And uh, I've, I've seen a bunch of skits on SNL where I'm like, this is flat out not that funny. Right. I don't think it's that great. But there's also like the idea that the folks are like, well, it was so much funnier back in the day. Like, you're talking about the famous clips. Yeah. If you watched every single episode, there were a lot of skits that fell completely if, flat. If you watched Best of the 90s, you will be convinced that the 90s were very, very funny. But there were a bunch of them. Why they're best uh, of. Well, what was the one? There was one where it was a very... Oh, okay. I know what it was. It was the um, Chris Farley van down by the river skit. Uh-huh. And... When you look at that, you're like, oh, my God, this is so hilarious. SNL was in their prime here. And then you forget that they did that like five more times. Like, okay. And, and then a couple of the times you're like, hey. We are over this. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't know if it's landing. I, I still uh, stand strong that I think the best way that they were able to re like like reinvigorate that skit was when it, he was doing it for a Spanish family. <laughs> and he tried to deliver the entire <laughs> spiel in Spanish, uh-huh. and it did pretty well. Yeah, that, there's always stuff like that, but you usually attach yourself to the version of SNL that most resembles when you were younger and, and really into that sort of humor, I think. We're going to go to you, your dispatches, in just a moment. I've seen this clip starting to make the rounds, and when I watched this, I was like, whoo, the, the moment after this, like, this is a eulogy, okay? And this is a, a supposed to be this young girl 
eulogizing uh, her father. Have you seen this? Yes, and I was also taken aback by the venue of this. It's, like, it it's seemed, a large place. Like It's maybe for a corporation's end-of-the-year awards. Yeah, to explain it to everybody who's, who's obviously not watching, uh, this young girl, I guess she comes from a biracial family. Her father is white, the guy who died. And she's standing up at this big podium, and the somebody's filming from the audience, but it looks like you might throw a damn stage play at this venue, which would say to me that maybe there were at least some people that liked this dude, because if if I died, I don't know that the venue would be so large. Oh, don't a lot, say that. A lot of people in the, in the audience here. And so she comes out, right, and she's doing the eulogy for her father, and she just starts going at her, her dead mean, dad. What better opportunity? And then everybody in the audience is kind of like, um, okay. Yeah, well, that program director's for- like, we wanted her to do it for sure. This is it right here. Okay, listen to this. This is a daughter delivering a wild eulogy at her father's funeral. Here it goes. Dad, please know that while I'm grateful and highly aware of all that you've given this family, I still don't miss you. When you died, I felt like there was a hole. I missed something, but it wasn't you. It was the idea of what you could become. I miss being able to hope and wish that one day you turn a corner and see the world from my perspective. So already she said, I don't miss you, which is a rough thing to be saying at somebody's funeral. Also, Brock BDM says, who films a funeral? Uh, when the speech starts getting awkward, yeah, yeah, the buddy. phones come out. Yeah. Hey, notice how they missed the part where she introduced herself. But... No, it, they didn't catch that. It's just like when she says, I don't miss you. Here miss we go. the idea that one day you might help me fight for the things that matter. I missed my fantasy of you. What? Because when you died, it solidified the fact that you'll never be what you could have been, but only what you are. And what you are is a racist, misogynistic, xenophobic, Trump-loving, cis-straight white man. Woo! That is all you will ever be to me. And Dad, God. before you tell me to respect the dead, please remember that you disrespected and disregarded the lives and deaths of entire communities of people with your ideology. So she says there, if you don't dare tell me to respect the dead because you didn't, you know, respect the dead... Uh, and she calls him out uh, for being like a Trump supporter or something in there. And her whole word salad of a whole bunch of like social justice stuff, she said, you know, he was a Trump supporter. And this is what she's honing in on here. And the audience is fairly silent so you far. You told me to never back down, so I won't. You know for a fact that even against you, I'm not afraid to share my peace. You are everything I aspire not to be. And I refuse to stand up here and sing the praises of a man who is the paradigm of white supremacy. So wow. I'll take your racist mindset, I'll take your money, and I'll take your advice. Oh. And I swear to God I will make this world a better place. Not at all because of you, but in exact opposition to you. Oh. Thank you. <laughs> he even got the awkward microphone <laughs> reverb. And then one person's like... <laughs> that is a lot. That makes me kind of sad, actually. Uh, makes me sad. Like when you see somebody, people's brains get rotted out by politics. And maybe this guy sucked as a dad, right? That's not the point she made. She didn't. Mm. She didn't make any of those points. She didn't say that he was a bad father or um, that he didn't provide or that he didn't do X, Y, and Z. She said all political stuff. She basically said my dad did not agree with me politically, right? Mm. Yeah, this, but I mean th- that could also be a reflection of how he was, you know. In their home life, I she, mean, but she none of that even... is mentioned. You know, all, all that all that is mentioned is like uh, she said Trump supporter, so she specifically said Trump Trump supporter, and and white supremacy and all this other like buzzword stuff. I I honestly find it sad. I'm like, you have gone so deep into the world of politics that th- this is what you're doing. 
at your father's funeral for the eulogy for your dad? There's a million things we don't know here, right? We don't know how this guy died. We don't know, like, maybe he was a terrible father or whatever. But just based on what she said, it's like, hey, you were an asshole because we disagreed politically. And I'm going to say it at your at your funeral for my eulogy. <sighs> ah, that's cringe to me. That is like, that's it's a sad, I think, um, thing to see when somebody has gone that far down into the political rabbit holes. I see it happen to people all the time. And when people go this far down and then like they start blowing up all their personal relationships and stuff, it to me is just it's an unfortunate part of how divided people are politically. I mean, the the whole time she was leading up to that, it sounded like it was going to be, you know, what's missing is the idea of you of being a good father and mm-hmm. being there for me of that. And, and it and, sounds like it wasn't present. And, 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 and yeah, that's what it started to sound like. And then she went down the political rabbit hole and just, if that was part of it, all you get what you get, you get what she gave you. And so if that was part of it, it was just left out. Yeah. I, I didn't hear anything else about that. And maybe there's more to this. Maybe we'll hear more. I don't know. I've just seen the clip so far. And I, right. I wonder, I wonder if done a, a PowerPoint presentation, get the receipts. <laughs> she, I mean, she didn't have any more to share, at least not the person who filmed this whole thing. I'm curious if like somebody came up to the podium and was like, "So does anybody have anything nice to say?" Uh, about yeah, David? Got good. Brock sure BDM over on Twitch says, "You have to be a real POS to have your own daughter do this to you at your funeral." No, I think you're missing the point, man. I think the politics of it all wa- brainwashes people. To where that's just like the center of your universe. Yeah, but we don't know the whole story. I mean, it could have very been that it was the center of his universe, and therefore it made him a bad father because all he could talk about was politics. Right, but that's not what, what people are taking from this. What I'm saying is Brock BDM, bunch of other people on chat go to, if she's saying this, he must therefore be a terrible person. I'm saying that is not necessarily the case. I've seen people wander into the woods in this stuff, and then they they trying to be like an empathetic you know, open-hearted, open-minded person become like the exact opposite of that. And it doesn't mean because you see this, that this person was as bad as advertised, but I want to know more. Now I want to know more. Sure, about, she has a TikTok explaining. Uh, yeah, probably. Part uh, two. DJ Rage says, she mentioned white supremacy. I bet he was the guy that threw the N-word around and didn't like people of color. Dude, where his his daughter is black. If he was white and his daughter is black, it seems like a very weird move for a racist to make if he's just tossing around in words, but like, yes, you know, I'm in a relationship with a person who's black and I have a biracial daughter. You're like, again, you're pulling all of these things out of what it's okay. Was Some of my best daughters are black. <laughs> if, if all of this was a ploy for him to be able to be super racist, boy, that's, that's a tactic right there. I don't see a lot of people using that. Uh, let's hear from you. Let's see what you think about this and everything else that we've been talking about. Send us a dispatch. Go over to thenewsjunkie.com and hit record on your first dispatch now. Oh, we got some Game of Magnets action here. Here's Water Bottle Vodka Teacher Channel. What up, Junkhound Gang? Hey. Hope everybody's okay out there during the storm and the aftermath. Anyway, finally got a couple days off of school. Uh, funny story. There was a girl in my funny. class a couple weeks ago that asked if I was ever on the radio. And I thought that was kind of weird. And I said, well, yeah, sometimes. And I didn't get into that. And she goes, well, do you have a magnet on the back of your car? Because uh-huh. my friend's dad asked me to go look and check. So I was wondering if you could write me a pass <laughs> to go to the where the teacher parking lot is so I could look. And I said, I'm sorry, but 
I think that uh, that magnet's been gone for about a year. There's just a, a dirty spot where the magnet used to be. So anyway, I guess my identity's been found out. And uh, and talk to you guys Christmas break. I'm out. All right, man. We're going to have to safe. change you to water bottle water teacher. <laughs> teacher. Uh, you got three quarters through it, though. It happens. I, I love this eulogy clip because it's really bringing a lot of interesting things out here. On Twitch, Charles Lizzle says she's in the space of their family. She isn't going to break down each bullet point for a radio host. Odds are people there know where she's coming from. Well, I mean, you didn't hear a resounding applause after uh, that speech that she gave. You heard a very awkward, silent room that seemed stunned by what they heard. And this is, I'm seeing like so much of this. This is just a perfect uh, case of, of cognitive dissonance here. If you agree with her, if you think that that view of the world is actually how the world is, and you hear her saying that, you're immediately going to give all the weight in the world to her words and just say, well, clearly, you know, there was a reason for this. That's an interesting thing. That is very, very interesting. It shows how some people have kind of uh, migrated away from just looking at things rationally, I think. Oh, come on. I mean, it could be the uh, complete other way. If you're thinking that she's just this woke, you know, 20-something-year-old, then you could have the views of the other side. She's, that doesn't mean it's rational. I, or I, don't, I don't think it's um, at all going out on a limb to say that she's definitely a woke whatever she is, however, however old she is. She was all the, the terminology, white supremacy. Um, she said, you're a white cisgender man. She said all, all of the things, every buzzword you could have. So she's well, very, very obviously to me, somebody who's coming from that like woke side of things. I just think it's interesting when you see a clip like that, how you view it. And if you go, you go, girl, you're probably with the same exact worldview of the person that you just heard. Instead of trying to dig into what might be happening in this situation. We'll go a little deeper. More of your dispatches in just a moment. Go to thenewsjunkie.com to record your dispatch now. Also, we've got uh, jury duty on the way in just a bit. The greatest story in the world. We'll get uh, back in touch with what's happening with the storm. A lot to get to. It's all coming up next on the News Junkie. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Keep going. They're best friends, unless they're fighting. Are they fighting? It's the News Junkie. Look at your dispatches for the News Junkie app in just a moment. Hope everybody's doing well after the storm this week. Hope you're not underwater. Hope you have power. Hope you're feeling all right out there. If you miss any of the show, you can always go to thenewsjunkie.com. Very easy for you to sign up to the podcast. I saw this story and I was like, this almost seems fake just because it's one of those things that's just like tailor-made for FARC or something. And they said there was a a restaurant that they opened up in Melbourne. Uh, They're talking about uh, Australia, okay? Oi. And they opened up this restaurant and it's called Karen's Diner. 
Oh, I've heard about this. The entire thing yeah. is themed around like the idea of a Karen, you know, like the uh, person calling nine one one on the black kids selling lemonade or whatever. I've seen a couple clips, and it's like you know, it reminds me very much of Dick's Last Resort. Yes, exactly. We're very much so. Where where it's kind of a fun but combative relationship between the customers and the people who are the waitresses or people who are working there. So, for instance, at Dick's Last Resort, your waiter might be rude to you or your bartender might be rude to you, and you give it back to them a little bit, and it's just part of the experience. What's the place in Chicago that you always talk about that's like that? Wiener Circle. Wiener Circle. Yeah, Wiener Circle at night is like a very aggressive version of that uh, where they did like they did some featurette on it where it's kind of sad because <laughs> people are just actually being mean and stuff. But the Karen's Diner, they set it up. They're doing this whole bit, and now... They've got a big problem on their hands. They say several employees have told the ABC they were forced to sign a waiver preventing them from pursuing injury claims against the eatery, which has become a social media sensation. Uh, They understand six workers from Karen's Diner in Melbourne have taken formal action against the restaurant. So essentially, in some way, they've become Karen's against the company (laughs) at Karen's Diner. They say Viral Ventures, which owns Karen's Diner, says the restaurant is an innovative and absurdly fun experience where customers are told to give it in return while served by rude staff. They were told it was going to be a really fun job, which would let you combine your acting skills with your hospitality experience. But they said a lack of lack of safety procedures left many of these exposed to assaults and racism from customers. So they're upset about like how they were treated whilst they were playing the Karen character. Huh. At the Karen restaurant, and the whole thing kind of crumbled in on itself here. Oh, that didn't work out? No. No, this has not been a big success. <laughs> well, actually, it was a big success first, because they were getting a lot of attention socially, and it was uh, going very viral, but uh, the bit does not seem like it has any uh, long-term legs here, no. you know, if, the, if the staff is leaving. And I'm sure like uh, places like Dick's Last Resort and, um, and other where they're, you know, trying to play this character they're used to every once in a while having customers who don't understand it and mm-hmm. they're rude back like, right take uh, it too far uh, i'll never forget um when i was like waiting for an autograph from the queen of hearts when i was little at mm-hmm. disney world and her whole thing is like being the queen of hearts do rude. they still do that is that character still rude now i don't know I really don't know, but she was like, you know, she would snatch the book away and sign and slam it back. And then this one mother was like, the hell is your problem? (laughs) And then started to fight back. And so I I do wonder at this Karen diner where did the word get out and everyone was an asshole? Yeah, I think it says customers are told to give it in return. Yeah. But when you tell people that you you don't. It sounds like you're giving them carte blanche. Yeah, and people don't understand. Like most people will be fine. Most people will be like, "Oh, this is a good time," and they'll joke around and stuff. But you're always going to have those people that go over, and then they'll say something to be like, "Damn, that's actually kind of messed up. You took me out of the bit that we were all doing here." These theme things, they feel like I would do that. Probably <laughs> taking a little too far. I, these theme things don't usually land for me. But there was one. I, I think I've been there a couple of times in uh, in Manhattan, where it's a diner that actually has very, very, very good breakfast food. And all, you're telling me this now. Uh, I forgot the name of it. Somebody will know from from hearing this what exactly what I'm talking about. You may have been there before. I don't know. Mm. Um, it's a diner that has very, very good breakfast food, and the gimmick is all of the servers are trying to get a career on Broadway. So. <laughs> 
as they're like serving you your food and you're getting your meal and stuff, one by one they each go up and they do performances on the stage. Oh, and they'll sing like a song from a musical. Johnny Rockets. It's it's kind of a little bit like that because you went to Johnny Rockets. No, I didn't go to a Johnny. You went to Johnny Rockets in New York. This is a place where they all sing. They're very very talented. Somebody's going to know exactly what I'm talking about. Somebody says Jane's Diner, but I don't know if that's it. I don't know if that's actually it. It's fantastic. I, I know it's featured. Well, it, there was a show based out of New York in which they did that, but that could have very well been a fictional restaurant along with a fictional TV show. No, they, I, I just cannot remember. Do they dress like old school oh, 50s diner? here it is. It's called Ellen's Stardust Diner. Yes, yeah. and they do. Okay. They do dress up like that. It's called Ellen's Stardust Diner. should have just said diner. that, Sean. <laughs> well, I didn't know the name. And yeah, they do that. They give you the food, which is delicious. And then they're all really, really talented. Here's a, an example of what happens. So like they jump up on top of the stage and they walk around the place and they put on like a big performance. It's fun. It's a good time. That I'm down with. You let people yell at your staff. You're going to find that they take it too far every once in a while or more than every once in a while. Uh, and at Karen's, things are not going all that well right now. Things are going well, though. If you want to buy a piece of Apple history, you're in luck because there's something up for you. It's not the first Macintosh computer. It's not anything special, like Gizmodo points out, uh, an original Steve Jobs business card. Is it a Lisa? It is not a Lisa. It is not any of those old computers that are actually worth quite a bit of money. System. game, Game console. This is a pair of sandals. That Steve Jobs used to wear all the time. Wasn't he like um, gross? Yeah, he he was not known for being the most hygienic guy, Steve Jobs. And these sandals probably have a little bit of a smell to them, I would think. A pair of sandals owned and worn by Steve Jobs will go up for auction this week, and they think somebody's going to pl- pay between sixty and eighty thousand dollars for Why? them. Do <laughs> they come people, in a you know case and a letter of authenticity, or is that person just going to? Throw them on their feet. You just get a pair of Birkenstock sandals. There you go. Oh, he's a lesbian. Apparently worn by jobs in the 70s and 80s and saved from the garbage heap by a chef who managed one of his properties who stole his stinky-ass Birkenstocks and said, I know what I'm going to do. One of these days. All I have to do is sit on these for 40 years, and then I'll sell them, and I'll make $80,000. This person saved them from being thrown away. That just doesn't seem to a tech geek. I mean, you'd have to be a really big Steve Jobs file yeah. to want his sandals. Because this isn't his thing. Yeah, if you're a tech geek, you want, like you said, an original Macintosh. A business card I didn't even think of. That's mm-hmm. a great uh, idea. I just saw, uh, when we were talking about Paul Allen uh, earlier this week, I was like, oh, uh, let me look him up on Wikipedia. And they showed this display at a museum that had like original code that him and Bill Gates wrote and their business cards. Really? Oh. That's kind of cool if you're a tech geek. Yeah, that's cool because it's related to what they do. And if it was like a designer, somebody who designed clothes and shoes and stuff, and it was their pair of shoes, okay, that makes more sense. This seems a little less related. Let us know what you think. Send us a dispatch right now. Go to thenewsjunkie.com and hit record on your first dispatch. We got Lisa G chiming in. Nice gal. Uh, mommy. A bunch of other folks, Dougie Fresh, a bunch of people who are chiming in with their dispatches. Those are coming up in just a moment. Plus, jury duty. Yes, that is actually coming up next uh, on the News Junkie. A safe haven of sorts for all of the 95 percenters. 
This is the News Junkie. In just a moment, we'll get to some of your dispatches, and I hope everybody's doing all right out there. Hurricane Nicole, now Tropical Storm Nicole, Nikki. making its way off of the coast of Florida and headed toward uh, the Tampa area right now. I'm kind of curious uh, if it's even going to hit enough warm water in the Gulf of Mexico to gain any strength before it goes up to the panhandle and into Georgia. It kind of looks like a mess, doesn't it? But I, I don't think it's going to. No. Like, it, it, it's kind of falling apart. short amount that it's going to be there. I don't think that's enough. And it wasn't very strong to begin with. No. Last night, though, it was there were some pretty intense moments there. It seemed like it was well, I didn't quickly. hear him, so I don't believe you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I tell you, this morning when I woke up, I was like, damn, this, this thing's down. Like, the sustained winds were pretty solid. I'm with you, Sean. And it definitely was something that, like, grabbed my attention and woke me up and i couldn't go back to sleep because i was hearing this and i was very worried last night i was like oh god we're gonna die uh, no i was worried about losing the power <laughs> i wasn't i was I, I knew we were gonna probably survive it all but i was like damn the power might go out yeah and like last time when the power did go out and we had to go over to hq is when i realized okay my house is a little like lifted and yeah. i'm surrounded by floods yeah i'm not good i have not uh, explored yet i think my afternoon plans will involve that yeah we're gonna do that as well that's one of those things where once you know it's safe enough you stroll around the neighborhood be careful about popping out right now because you might end up seeing a bunch of stuff that's downed or you know, some people might not have haven't been out there to clean roads or god only knows what ceiling told the story earlier where Two people were electrocuted. Yep. They died because of a down power line. Uh, and they didn't, they weren't really clear as to how that interaction went. It um, said a person exited a vehicle and made contact with a power line. It doesn't say how the other person got shocked. I don't know if she, she tried to pull him away right. from it or what, but I mean, it was kind of vague. But I mean, just as an overall rule of thumb, if you see power lines in the street, they say, Turn around. Yeah, keep go your another distance. way. You don't want to go in. You don't mess with that at all. Otherwise, your day ends up like these poor folks, and you get this stuff every single time. I know there's some people with power out that are slipping over to generators, and as we mentioned earlier, if you're doing that, it's amazing that it has to be said, but make sure you're not running a generator indoors. Make sure your generator what you mean, is man? in a very well-ventilated place. That's important stuff. And uh, it looks like... Hopefully the downtime from this storm won't be so bad. It really cooked, man. It moved across the state of Florida pretty damn yeah. fast. And just so weird, you know, considering how late we are into the year. Yeah, this is only the third one, I think, we mentioned earlier in the in show. History? The third uh, storm that made landfall in Florida as a in hurricane November. in November. Yeah, the third November hurricane to make landfall in history. So it's obviously a very infrequent thing. And what's... Kind of been that sounds like one of those NBA stats. <laughs> yeah, you, have to, you have to line up a couple things. Like it has to be a hurricane that makes landfall in Florida, and 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 then that's when you get your stat. It's like oh, the third player to make a triple double after three straight games. Yeah, you know? <laughs> you're like, how do you figure this stuff out? The thing that we've been blessed with in one way is the backside of Hurricane Nicole was. Pretty weak. She ain't got no butt. There's no ass on this. No thing. ass. There's no ass on this storm. And so once we got past the first half, we're used to being like, all right, we got through that half. Get ready for the other side of this. 
and the other side of the storm for uh, for many people you know your experience may vary as always just wasn't quite the same uh, i always like when they when i hear that they've done studies like this because it would be interesting to participate in in a study like this but there's a story out from vice today that says deep bass subconsciously makes people dance harder and scientists have no idea why <laughs> wait so the study is at the end conclusion we don't know you you can feel it you dance harder but they don't know why it does that to okay. you the study called here ready here's the name of the study i'm ready undetectable very low frequency sound increases dancing at a live concert that's the study baby I asked a simple question. Does low-frequency sound, namely that deep bass you can feel in your bones, make people dance more? Hmm. To study I mean, the phenomenon... Wouldn't that have to do with BPMs more than how deep the bass is? I, they're saying, like, when they say undetectable low-frequency, that means this bass is, like, so off the spectrum our ears can't recognize it. But your body feels yeah, it. Yeah, but I guess our body it can still interpret yeah. it that, that this is going on. I'll never forget it was, uh, I went to go see Big Boy. Um, from Outcast, mm-hmm. and there was one song of his that the the bass was so deep that I myself was feeling it in my loins. Yeah, it's weird. And then I'm watching everyone else like, okay, this is in my genitals. And then people start <laughs> either you know staying in place so they can get where they need to be, or walking off immediately because they were confused by it. When I saw Dead Mouse perform live, the bass was so deep and so loud in the venue that I felt like it was doing something to my heart. Like, yeah, oh, I, I've you, had that before. It put me in a panic attack. Yeah, you like feel it in your body, in your chest, and you go, I think this is hurting me. <laughs> like, I don't know what the hell is happening right now. But this is the same thing on a level that you just can't even hear. Here's the question they wanted to ask. Does low-frequency sound, namely that deep bass you could feel in your bones, make people dance more? So they hired an electronic dance duo called Orphix, to put on a concert, Orphix. people attending the concert were told about its parameters and hooked up with headbands that would capture their emotions. They installed these speakers and they turned them off every 2.5 minutes during a 55-minute concert. The data shows that audience participants moved more by 11.8% on average when these deep bass sounds that they could not hear were playing, leading them to believe that for some reason, if there's deep bass there, your body wants to move a hell of a lot harder. Uh, okay, we're going to do jury duty real quick. Here we go. Let's do jury duty. Court is now in session. So put your phone down and pay attention. Before we call the bailiff over to whip your ass, you're now on jury duty with the news junkie. Jury duty brought to you by the one, the only, Mo DeWitt of the DeWitt Law Firm. Injured on the go? Just call Mo. 866-CALL-MO. 866-CALL-M-O-E. Uh, he is a great guy. He's ready to help you out. He's a fantastic attorney. So many people have come back to me after reaching out and calling 866-CALL-MO. And those folks have nothing but good things to say about their experience. They say, I'm rich! A lot of them say that. At the top of their lungs, they'll say it with a big old check. And you could be next. 866-CALL-MO. 866-CALL-MO. After an accident, slip and fall, you get hurt at work, you get hurt at theme park, whatever happens to you. Give him a call. That's the way you go. 866-CALL-MO. A Texas man was executed overnight. This man, the I believe the fourth in Texas Fatality. Uh, of 2022. There wasn't a lot for the last couple of years, but uh, Texas always seems to lead the way. They uh, love it. They're doing a lot of 
executing over there. Let's kill some people. This guy was a bad dude, according to the people who threw him behind bars. A man who killed his mother and buried her body in the backyard was executed on Wednesday, despite his lawyer's appeals that he should not be put to death because he had a history of mental illness. The 61-year-old received a lethal injection in Huntsville. He was pronounced dead at 6.39 p.m., he got a fatal dose of pentobarbital, mm. pentobarbital, which flew through needles uh, uh, or flowed through needles inserted into the veins in his wrists. Uh, wrists, excuse me. Is that immediately before the procedure started, a prison chaplain placed his right hand on Beatty's chest and said a brief prayer. They said, "Do you have a final statement?" He said, "I just want to thank." His voice started breaking. "I don't want to leave you, baby." See you when I get there. I love you. And he mouthed a kiss to the lady who was there to watch him be executed, which that uh, would be weird. Yeah. He took, She's like, bye. As, See as, you later. As the powerful sedative took effect, he took two deep breaths, mumbled something unintelligible, and began snoring. 17 minutes later, a physician pronounced him dead. Now, this so. would be worldwide news if just one last time, as she was waving, she flashed her boobs at him. <laughs> I don't last know. Thing he saw. If you had a loved one that was on death row, would you want to be there to watch that, or would you? No, know? I don't think I would want to watch that. Yeah, I don't think I. I guess they could argue it's the uh, last time I get to see this person. But do you want to see them like that? What was the movie I just watched? Damn it! I think maybe with Green Mile, Ellen Page. That was a good <laughs> You're one. Gonna have to guess every prison movie. Um, it was Ellen Page, but basically it was um a family who father was on death row mm-hmm. and they spent the years leading up to his death sentence protesting um capital punishment right and it was i mean very interesting but essentially showed the day in which it was happening and the family going through but also sitting next to on the other side much like a wedding the family of the victim oh that must be so awkward too yeah, very awkward and, and then it, he's just like bye it's like i could understand both sides of that i try to try to rationalize and, and figure out where somebody who made this decision or th- that decision would be coming from and if you said hey well this is my last chance to see this person why on earth would i not take my last chance to see them and to hear them say words to me i love them that much okay i could get that but also, I don't want to see a person die. Like, I don't want to see my loved one die. But you do want to see a person die. Like, you would go see. Oh, yeah, I someone. think I would. I would have to. Just he almost watched a person die last night. Just for the story. Yeah, the, that that police chase was unbelievable last night. Would you go watch somebody? If one of your loved ones was on death row, would you watch the execution? Well, let us know over in chat or send us a dispatch. Go to thenewsjunkie.com right now. When we return. The greatest story in the world, friends. You're so close. You made it this far. And hopefully, hopefully, you still have power so you can hang out with us. It's coming up next. Greatest story in the world is coming up next in the News Junkie. No one's really sure what all C-Link's buttons actually do. This is the News Junkie. The greatest story in the world in just a moment. Hope you're doing all right after the storm. Hopefully, if your power is not on, it'll be on soon. Be careful out there. We've told you over and over, make sure if you're venturing out, 
that you are making sure you're, you're taking all the precautions you possibly could. Be aware of your surroundings. Because uh, people don't. And when they don't, a lot of times they end up getting hurt or, or worse. And there are some places that are either opening or opened already. I could not believe when Sealand said McDonald's was open for breakfast this morning. There's still like sustained winds out there. and Yeah. <laughs> and that means they had, what time do they open usually? I'm not or is sure. That the 24 hour one. Uh, no, I'm, well, that one I think is supposed to be 24 hour, but I'm sure. It would just suck. Like you have to drive, you would have to drive in the middle That's of the store. That's dangerous. They let us do that, but they let us do that because. You love doing it. Well, it's fun. It's fun to drive out there in the hurricane. And if you didn't do it last night. Tell you what, though, it was great being able to make a left turn out of there to, to get here, mm-hmm. like, to, because that was back in like COVID traffic. Yeah. You know? Sure. Yeah, was, nobody on the roads this morning was fantastic. Did you see other places that were open too, or did it look like they were the only spot? I didn't notice because I only went to McDonald's. Was, like as soon as I saw that there were cars in the in the drive-through lane, I was like, "All right, I'm going okay. there." I, I don't need to look any further. Is what you were thinking at that moment in time? But I, no, I've I've already seen on on Facebook and stuff some of the places popping up, going, "Hey, we're open." Yeah, it's a smart move. Come have drinks it. with us. Hey. I, I after the last hurricane, I. I was talking about how I had seen that a restaurant, a local restaurant that I go to from time to time, uh, Tibby's, they were opening. It was like the the day the damn big hurricane went through, no one else was open. Nothing else was open. And I was like, first of all, don't tell anybody about this Facebook mm-hmm. post, all right? First things first. This is like Fight Club here. And then she goes, you want to go try it? And I go, yeah, Courtney, let's go. And we drove there, and... I don't know what I was thinking. You walk into the place, it's like, nope, turn around. There's nowhere to even stand in the damn, in the, in the venue or in the restaurant itself. It's just packed. Yeah, just stand outside with the uh, 75 mile hour winds. You open up when there's nobody else open and you are guaranteed to be making a whole bunch of money that night. That, that much is for sure. Oh, we're going to do your dispatches. Yeah, we're going to do them. Just a moment. We're going to sweet do to them. Grind up against them. We will uh, let them fall into, dribble into our ear holes. We will uh, get intimate with your dispatches. But and then let we'll them talk- feel our half chubs. Yeah. Well- <laughs> All right. Yeah. <laughs> he had his McDonald's this morning. So he's, he's the all. Well, then he'd be full chub. Revved up, ready to go while we do this. Let's do the greatest story in the world. Hold on, folks, because we're about to do the greatest story in the world. And the trophy for greatest story in the world goes to Giselle. All right, Giselle. Giselle. Like Tom's soon-to-be ex. This is a low-scoring greatest story in the world, but I still wanted to talk about it because I thought it was interesting, and I was wondering how you both would feel about this, okay? So obviously very, very, very public divorce underway between Tom Brady and Giselle. Uh, They're both very successful in their own right. Um, they're both very, very wealthy in their own right. One of them is very, very uh, good looking. Uh, they're both, I would argue, very, very good looking people. Something's, yeah. You don't think Tom Brady's a good looking guy? Um, I think that, like, if you were to draw it out, maybe like sculpturally. Mm-hmm. But he's uh, there's something in his eyes. I think I think not... people dig him. I think no, no, no. I does. definitely think people are attracted to him. But I'd rather bang his ex-wife. And Giselle, I mean, she was. One of the biggest supermodels for a long, long time and still has like all kinds of stuff going on. They got kids together and all that. So when you start to go through a divorce, kids of divorce know what this situation is like. I have this strange 
uh, experience of being an almost kid of divorce where Same. my parents split up for a year. Oh, never mind. And there was all this stuff, and it was like divorce, divorce, and then they just got back together. And but they but they lived in separate yep, places. Yep, my mom had an apartment. Did you go to dad's? I was uh, twenty two. Oh, so you had a baby. Something at the time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, mean, I might have been a little older than that. I might have been twenty four, twenty five, yeah. or something. He already had a kid whose parents weren't together, so <laughs> he wasn't worried about his own. <laughs> I said, yeah, that's very true. So um, I, I remember that time and like kind of going through that, and then my parents eventually, as I said, ended up getting back together. But my mom got this apartment, and the the apartment's way across town for example my dad was living at the house in the acreage which is in royal palm beach and my mom's apartment i think was in like lake worth or something it was a good 30 minute drive if not more than that away but this would be weird and again tell me what you would think if this happened to you let's say you're going through this very same breakup because giselle just secretly bought the mansion in Miami that's right across the water from the house that they were sharing together. As and for the kids. So if you look at the, the maps and stuff, it's like you, if you go into one backyard, you could see the other one. So they're right across the intercoastal from one another. Yeah. And she bought the house like right across the way. And what they give kids uh, the kayaks <laughs> yeah, yeah. and like, all right, time to go to dad's house. A little jet ski or something, scoot over from one place to another. Could you imagine if you broke up with somebody and then your ex moved right across the street? Don't have to imagine it. You had that happen? Yes. Like literally across the street? A block. Um, That's like close literally, enough. we're the same block, but I turn, you know, I would yeah. make a right to go to the market I used to live by. Yeah, and might as well be. It was always like, hey, uh, or I would just try to run so that I wouldn't see them. Did you encounter them a lot? Um, more often than I needed to. Oh, my God. I would yeah. not want to. And then that. ended up like for a small window of time, they were working at the market that I would frequent, <laughs> and then I didn't go to that. You want, when you break up with somebody, the cleanest cut possible. I, At least I do. That's what I want. I want. I want, like, hey, we did our thing. See you later. I don't want you living across the way from me. And then you come to uh, our town, and you see them everywhere. Everywhere. Mm-hmm. And I, And maybe it's just based on the past relationships that, you know, both of us have had, but I also look at people who are like BFF with their exes. I'm like, I don't know how you do that. Yeah, I think that takes a particular type of person. Yeah, I, that, or like a, or you know, a particular amount of time. Yeah, if some time goes by, like, but how long? I don't have a a, in, a negative relationship with my son's mother. I, I don't have a negative. Re- I have no relationship with her. But if we were in the same place, like we were in court together. When uh, we were going through the child support, <laughs> the place support I thought stuff. you would give an example of. Well, in court, we were sitting together for child support, and then we went up to the judge, and the judge was like, "That's something you don't see very often." And I'm like, "Yeah, you know, we're, why, we don't need to fight with each other. I, we're we're not going to be together anymore. It's not going to work." And we we're both uh, fully understanding of that. This is not something where it's like, eh, "Maybe we could put this," but no, we're both saying Dunzo. She needs to do the thing I just texted you. It was a story we had on the show years ago. About a guy that hated his ex-wife so much. I think this was in Detroit. Mm-hmm. Uh, that he bought the house next to her. <laughs> oh, I've seen this. Uh, this yeah. was a guy that owned a strip club, Alan Markovitz. And uh, he uh, bought the house next door and put up a giant middle finger statue. He put up a massive <laughs> I do statue of, of a middle finger. Just so every time they look out and try to take in the beautiful scenery, <laughs> they see a... <laughs> 
huge bronze. Damn, how much was something like that? I Obviously, mean, the, the man is wealthy. Yeah. Yeah, it looks like it's maybe 12 10, feet high. Is it? I was going to say 10, 12 feet high. It's pretty significant. And yeah, it says here spotlights on the 12 foot high bronze statue. Make sure it can be viewed at all hours. <laughs> That's which I, tough. Which, which I, 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 uh, I thought about doing once because when we were looking to move downtown, me and my roommate, mm-hmm. we were looking at places, and he sends me a link to this place, and, and I was like, I'm pretty sure that is right next door to where my ex-girlfriend currently lives. Yo, like, I, like, I didn't know like 100%, but I was I know the area. It's in the proximity. I know proximity. kind of where she ended up. It was next. Oh, was it really? Door. And yeah. I was like, there's only one way we're renting this house. I get one of those statues. Yeah. Get the, the giant <laughs> get bronze middle, middle finger, finger statue. statue. What if you if one of your exes like moved right across the street from your house? Would you consider selling your house? Or would you just put up with it? No, I would just uh, never talk to them like I do most of my neighbors. That's true. But like Sabrina is saying, like you end up with those odd encounters. And sometimes I think the other person wants those odd encounters. And and you don't. You're like, oh, please. To this person's credit, they lived there. It's just I happened to find a great place that was... Yeah. Right in the same neighborhood. I didn't right? put the two together until it was happening. Plus, so it was a great spot. So it was yeah. just a lot of tuck and rolling. Yeah, that for me. sucks. I would not want that to happen. I bet a lot of you would uh, really not be into that uh, either. Of my body, I thought it was worth mentioning. Uh, we're going to go into your dispatches deep, deep into them in just a moment here. A couple of things I wanted to get out there. One thing this is news, at least to a certain extent. Uh, the White House was commenting about crypto. And if you have investments in like Bitcoin or any kind of crypto stuff, you have not had a good couple of weeks. Things are rough in. Should I look at my Doge? Uh, Doge actually had a ride up not that long ago, oh, so nice. maybe you should. But then I think it might have cratered with everything else. I and- never look at. I mean, I think I'm going to because we saw this big dip a couple years ago, and then finally it came back up. And those couple years, I just didn't look at it anymore. Right. And so I will wait until 2025. When hopefully Coinbase is still around. Yeah. The, the, Damn. Oh my God. It, it really did take a dip. Yeah. It, went, it was like 1200 yesterday. Now it's at 900. Everything in the crypto marketplace, it seems, has been uh, crashing just as, as much as you could possibly imagine it. Uh, Brock BDM says, Is this the year 2013? They're talking about how this is an old story. C Lane specifically mentioned it was a related story that we talked about a long time ago. See, on the but show. they're so quick to want to like correct. <laughs> Yeah, it's just trolling. I get it. Like you, you had to hear unless your ears aren't functioning. You had to hear that he clearly said, Hey, something related to this that we previously discussed on the show that some people might not be aware of here. Bam. There's this. So the white house is chiming in about cryptocurrencies. And I guess they made a hint that they want to regulate crypto, which is kind of against the entire purpose of of crypto as a whole but here they go without proper oversight uh cryptocurrencies they uh it risks harming everyday americans so this is something that uh clearly we monitor and and uh that we see as an important uh important issue but the most recent new news further underscores uh these concerns and highlights why uh prudent regulation of cryptocurrencies is indeed needed uh the white house along with the relevant agencies will again closely monitor uh, the we're closely as monitoring. As it, as it yeah, they said they want to regulate it, but 
That's not how crypto works. Yeah, exactly. The point the, of crypto is to the be The reason for crypto, yeah. yeah. Is to stay away from established governments. And the United States obviously wants to get its, its grubby, greedy hands on well, this. Well, then so. come up with your own crypto. Yeah, they, they could. Some countries have done that. Uh, crypto they, coin, U.S. coin. I think Miami has one. I mean, they say that... Uh, not no, cocaine. I'm not saying Miami's a country, by the way. They, they, they say yet. that um, because it's unregulated, it's very dangerous to Americans. As if you can't lose your ass in the stock market yeah. or the <laughs> casino. Or casino. <laughs> yeah. You know, all of us Americans who have 401ks during the last two years of the Biden administration have seen, because the economy is slumping, because you've got inflation out there, these accounts have been devastated. I did that. And now you go, well, this is a dangerous thing for people to invest in. Every investment, specifically crypto investments, are dangerous, and the people who invest in them should know that. I think most of them do. I think people understand it's high risk, high reward, and if you don't, then you know, buyer beware. But the U.S. government getting involved in regulating this is against all that cryptocurrencies are about. We're closely looking at it. We're monitoring. We stopped really looking at the other stuff that we are supposed to be looking at. We are are aware of the situation and appropriate measures are being taken. If you're the White House press secretary, you have to, more than any other job in the world, know how to say nothing. A million different ways. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like we How are, to say nothing in 500 words. Uh, we, we are Very closely, good essay. We'll keep you uh, appraised as to any changes on this specific thing. And if there's any developments, well, we'll let you know. They're not saying anything. And they're not going to be able to uh, do anything here. I yeah. Wouldn't think. All right. Uh, I wanted to tell you real quick. Now is a great time for you to get your hands on a pair of tickets to Just OK 7. The biggest party of the year. We are a month away, friends. One, One month, month from month. Just OK 7, Saturday, December 10th of 2022. Put that on your calendar, Plaza Live, and you can get your tickets right now at thenewsjunkie.com. You'll be able to see the young tapes. They're going to blow you away. 408, Sabby's Little Helpers. Still going to blow. Sabrina's band that has been uh, playing at Just OK for quite some time now. Also, Juvenile will be playing at the event. It will be a massive party. Uh, I have uh, I talked to my mom earlier today, check up with everything, and was telling her about how you know we're getting everything started for Just Okay. And like our headliner this year is Juvenile. Mm-hmm. And you know, my mom's, she's like, oh, and I'm like, back that ass up. And then I tried to start singing. So just, oh my god, I love that song. <laughs> Can we go? And I'm like, I oh mean, are you ready to see all of everybody twerk at the same time? We, we could have put a real concert. Text her a link to the GA tickets. <laughs> we could have put no, a real concert together if we had She's juvenile for for your mom, Sabrina. If we had for Mama Lane, um, oh no, B Lane, B Lane, uh, Nelly, Nelly must be the money <laughs> or getting hot in here, getting hot no, in must here. Must be the money. And for Courtney's dad, he really likes Lil John. Yeah, oh. uh, big fan of that song. Courtney's uh, <laughs> Courtney's family's gonna have to wait a little bit. I yeah, imagine Lil yeah, John. Prizey, prizey. A lot of those people, very, very much so. Just okay. Seven though. Those general admission tickets are going incredibly fast. So get your fingers on the keyboard. Go over to the newsjunkie.com. I feel like it's just even a click, but you got autofill. 
Yeah. Super easy. If you uh, go over there to the website, you'll see right on top, right here. You see this? You huh? See this right here? Show them. Right there. Oh, look. Right there. That is the link for your general admission tickets. promo photo. Uh, that was someday. like four years ago. Yeah, that's, I still like it. I think it looks I great. I like it. So we, okay, we then look, forget what I said. We, we, look, we look locked in a bottle and young. And <laughs> I, don't, I don't want to know anything <laughs> otherwise. I want to believe that I still look like this. That's that's the thing. Thenewsjunkie.com. Get those tickets right now. General admission tickets going fast. Just uh, got earlier the, um, not the exact uh um, photo of it, but the demo for what the, the water bottles are going to look like that are going in the VIP bags. They look fantastic. They look really, really, really cool. All this VIP stuff looks slick. And if you want to get your hands on it, if you're general admission and you're there early, you can rush our pop-up shop, our merch shop that's going to be there at just okay seven. And you will be able to get access to some of these things, but only, uh, only if you get your tickets and you're there on Saturday, December 10th. Uh, for just okay seven so snag them now and get one for a friend bring somebody else out there it's gonna be fun afterwards going out they're gonna be all these food trucks outside after the show people are gonna be uh, partying it's gonna be big 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 and you don't want to miss out on this trust me on that just went through a damn hurricane you deserve to treat yourself so go do that right now at the news get your tickets for just okay seven all righty let's see here um you will save your dispatches for when we come back plus a celebrity that everybody in this room knows just changed his name for a very interesting reason. I'll tell you what's going on. That's coming up next on the News Junkie. Home of the world-famous Game of Magnets. This is the News Junkie. was a hurricane that hit oh, the yeah. state of Florida, made its way through the state, and a lot of people are still without power because yeah. of Nicole, and now it's you know off doing its own thing, tropical storm, and kind of degrading from there right now. Do we have um, anything else uh, in the mix here? I mean... Oh, please, I hope not. I hope not either, but I'm just, you know, at this point... Anything could happen, or we done. No, uh, I hope I hope we're done. I don't see anything else out there. I haven't the seen the end any of the stories. month. Is the end of hurricane season? Is it okay? Uh, if if that's the case, then we're close at least. <laughs> we we're looking at the uh, at the finish line here. And if you missed earlier, some of the weird facts were that this is the third hurricane, third named hurricane that hit the state of Florida in the month of November on record. So only three in all of the Novembers and all the time Florida's been tracking this stuff. There's only been three of these hurricanes that have uh, hit land in Florida in November. Or the other years. I don't know. I think I said it was a while ago, though. Hurricane in Florida. Yeah. The the story I saw earlier listed the other ones. I don't have it in front of me right now. It's just buried and everything. Um, But they said that there were two other ones, and I remember it not being that recent. And then the other thing was that um, if you go back to the actual numbers here, Courtney had sent this to me this morning. Uh, they're uh, posting this all over the place. I've seen it in a bunch of news sites. That Damn. Charlie and um, Charlie and Jean in 2004, those two storms, Charlie and Jean were exactly 43 days apart, and Ian and Nicole were also uh, exactly 43 days oh, apart. that's weird. Yeah. So according to the uh, news here, 
Um, the first one in November, November 4th, 1935, mm-hmm. was Yankee Hurricane. Oh, yeah, I saw they were drawing this on the map and showing this for a little while when I was watching the coverage today. Yankee Hurricane. Yep, it was uh, mostly, I guess, at Miami. Um, unexpected quarter, uh, 19 fatalities. Um, damage was $5.5 million, but... In 1935. Yeah, so. the, the whole different world there with the how, cost of housing and cost of living, all kinds of things. And the other one was 1985. That's what I thought. Hurricane yeah. Kate. I thought it was in the 80s. Hurricane Kate, Hurricane, what was Yankee? Yankee, yeah. and then now Nicole. The only three hurricanes ever hit the state of Florida in the month of November. So hopefully we don't have any more. Let's not add to that list Knock right on now. Wood, y'all. Let's get past it. All right, let's go to, uh, well, before we get to your dispatches, I wanted to pay off this tease that I threw out there. Because an actor that many of you know, many of you are familiar with, and as you can tell from my Netflix data, I'm very familiar with, has officially changed his name, Rain Wilson. Oh, really? You may know him as Dwight Schrute in the U.S. version of The Office. Uh, he's also in... Oh, I didn't know that. He was in the Weird Al Yankovic story. Okay, yeah, he's, he's done a handful of movies. He's changed his name to Rainfall Heatwave Extreme Winter Wilson. <laughs> Officially, though. He <laughs> yeah, did it legally. That's what it says. God. He says, Is he like an activist now or something? Uh, I think he's always kind of been involved in some of that stuff. He has a website that he always uh, talks about. Something pancakes? Soul pancakes? Soul pancakes. Yeah. Uh, I don't even remember what they do. What, what, is that like a like a political thing or? I thought it was like a mental health comedy thing. thing. Maybe yeah. it is. Yeah, I mean, he's he's aren't those one and the same? He's been outspoken about things before, and certainly he's uh, a political person. Uh, but he says I've changed my name to Rainfall Heat Wave Extreme Winter Wilson. This is not a joke. I'm as serious as the melting Arctic, which amplifies global risks, including extreme weather events around the globe. Yeah. Well, guess what, Mr. Rainfall, Heatwave, Extreme, Winter Wilson? If you're so dedicated to this, show it to us. you got to glue yourself to a painting now and let your friend dump a bunch of tomato soup down your shirt awkwardly as people very, very uh, loudly in the background clutch their pearls. Security? That's, that's how you have to show everybody. Um, you, you can't show people you care about this without glue anymore. Yeah, He's, but like the glue stuff has never worked. They no, don't use the right glue. It's, just, it's failed on like all fronts. And I think it turns people off. This is just kind of a stunt he's doing. I'm hoping this name change brings attention to this growing or melting issue. We need leaders to take notice and take action, yada, 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 he says. But he uh, claims that he's changed his name from Rain Wilson to Rainfall Heatwave Extreme Winter Wilson. And if I was his friend, I would keep calling him that entire name every time I talked about him. Rainfall. I mentioned him. Uh, it's close to a name that a uh, kid had in my class when I was in middle school, Rainy. He was Rainy, and I think I've talked about his family before. He was Rainy, his brother was Breezy, and huh. his sister was another weather phenomenon. But... Dopey. <laughs> and their dad Sneezy. was a meteorologist? Nope, just a hippie. Huh. Just a, and there was one kid in the bunch, because they had four siblings all together, and one of them just had a regular name. Everybody else <laughs> like had the... we give up. Rainy, Breeze... And damn, I can't remember Moon. What, uh, what, what her name was. We had uh, hippie kids in our school, and it was like Star, Sunlight, mm-hmm. Moon, I think, was one of them. And then, like, and the middle name was also very related to the Earth in some way or fashion. Who's the, uh, the, the rock musician? Green Apple. With all the kids with very, very weird names. Dweezil Zappa. Frank Zappa. 
Frank, oh, yeah. Frank Zappa, all of his kids have very, very unique names like that. Moon Unit. That's uh-huh. what it is, Moon Unit. Yeah, that's, there's, there's a lot. Celebrities like to do that stuff. It makes them seem more interesting, I Did guess. I tell you about the kid in my, in my cousin's school that she teaches at? Or no. the, the school she used to teach at. Is it the one with uh, a, just the letters? Uh, no, it's not Absidy. Uh, yeah, Absidy, which is just A, B, C, D, E. The name was Shathid. Shathid? Yeah. Oh, that's a fun name. No, that's not not if you think about this. Oh. <laughs> Was that a joke? She <laughs> swears it's true. Shathid? Shathid. That's being very generous with the pronunciation of that yeah. word. Yeah. I might I might lead with the S word mm, and then H A D afterwards. I might I might really default to saying it that way instead. Um, all right, let's see. We're going to take one final break here, and when we come back, what we'll do is we'll play your final dispatches. I've got those all queued up and ready to go. We'll do one last... That for an hour. I know, but I'm serious this time. Mm-hmm. You even named names. We'll oh, see. you're right. I, well, I've got to make sure I play those for sure then. Um, all right, we'll do your Definitely final dispatches. We'll do the stories that didn't make the cut. We'll do any other check-ins on the storm that we need to, anything else we need to let you know about. And, of course, we'll do Today I Learned to wrap everything up uh, for a Thursday. That's coming up next on the News Junkie. Home of the world-famous Game of Magnets. This is the News Junkie. Final dispatches. Stories that didn't make the cut. And today I'm going to wrap everything up for a Thursday. May the power gods return power to those of you who find yourselves in the dark right now after the storm. Amen. Uh, and all the rest of us uh, here, for the first time, the three of us, we did not lose power, as far as we all know. God, it was so nice. It's like C-Lane dropped out for like a little bit there, maybe, and mm-hmm. then popped back Barely. on. And we've had a bunch of people who just, after they thought everything was kind of over with with this storm, and then all of a sudden their power goes off, and that's frustrating stuff. So... Um, if you're dealing with that, then uh, sorry to hear it. Hopefully everything's all right, and hopefully the power will be on real soon for you. Sabrina, you missed it during the break. Uh, lady was very, very interested in getting her entire head into your back. Yeah. She- oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, there was an issue earlier. It's um, you know, I had brought I had brought whiskey from home because ABC was closed. <laughs> she has a drinking problem, I think. I'm she does. Talk about lady. Here. I like. I appreciate that she likes whiskey like I do, and the whole damn thing spilled in my bag. So. It now smells of whiskey and Febreze, thanks to your household. I spilled a little bit of tequila by the bar in here one time, and she would just not leave it alone. And I don't know if it's just a different smell for her, and well, like she finds it weird, or if she's just like, yeah. She is the, you know, I love reflection of her parents. Maybe. It could be. She, she watched the water. Right, let's do these final dispatches. Let's see what you got as we wrap things up here today. Uh, you did I- all right. But uh, to be honest, I let you down. I didn't play a lot of them oh. today. Are you going to play any? Uh, I'll play just a couple here. I mentioned a couple of names. Here's our friend Lisa G. Let's hear from her. Sean, Sabrina, C-Lane, happy Thursday. Hey! C-Lane, hope you had fun in NYC. I heard you talking yesterday a little bit. My best friend who lives in Jacksonville ran the marathon. At most marathons, boy. everybody gets a medal. There goes one doggo joining the conversation. <laughs> Every um, time. Everybody gets a talking. medal who finishes. They also get those. They call them ponchos. 
a lot of marathons. I don't know why I couldn't think of that word. Kind of shiny, almost like blankets. All right, hold on. Wait, what? A poncho is the thing for the rain, rain. The rain thing, yeah. But the the thing that I was confused about yesterday, when you were talking about being in New York, C-Lane, and you, you said everybody gets a medal. If everybody gets a medal who completes the marathon, that sounds totally normal to me. Like, it's a right. big deal to complete yeah. the marathon. You pay a lot of money. If you're going to get, like, some sort of trinket, like, hey, congrats, you did it. Mm-hmm. I don't think that, like, but if everybody who participates get a, gets a medal, that seems stupid. That seems like, why do you have the medals? You think there's a lot with? of people that don't complete it? Oh, yeah. There's got to <laughs> be. Yeah, the people who start that sucker, I would be one of many, you know? Well, we start looking at you like, how, how much further? How much yeah. further we got up there? I would complete it, but my fear is that once I'm completed, like the the event is over. Yeah, the, all the banners They're are like, down. This was three hours ago, ma'am. Where were you? They cleaned up. Oh, uh, they they were still finishing that thing, uh, like seven seven thirty ish at night. Yeah, that's a long time. We found ourselves very close to the the finish line. Not, yeah. I mean, we didn't oh, try to get close, but like close enough that there were a ton of people in the streets and. And roads blocked off, and cops with the uh, megaphones everywhere, c- trying to direct traffic. And Such stuff. a huge event, man! My gosh! All right, let's go over to the big pickle with the dispatch. Hey, uh, news junkies! Hey. It's a uh, big pickle again. I know. I know you're gonna say that. Sorry, Sean. Didn't mean to upset you. <laughs> not I'm that upset. Saying my name before you say it on the radio. I'm not freaking um, out. Or after you say it. But I want to give props to the uh, deputies down here in Mico, South Brevard County, where that little eye came through. Uh, if you look at the little chart. This morning, when I told you about the trees and all that, I come back through later with the wife and the kids, the show was up, and they're out with chainsaws, <laughs> cutting it down, Big old moving it out of the way, <laughs> US-1 ready, right here across the man lit for everyone to come Oh, okay, call. you're saying that the cops got out there, they got some trees that were downed out of the way, and they cleared up US-1. Well, that's great. I mean, that's good. You, you want that, for sure. Um, we have time for one more. Here's Anthony, I think. Hey, gang, um, this is in regards to the whole uh, deep bass, making people want to dance harder, move faster. Uh, If you think about it, going back to our ancestors and the prehistoric times, it was flight or fight. And if you're at night and you can't see where these big old dinosaurs are stomping about, that's going to get someone going, if you know what I mean. Sure. Um, So... I think that's where it all stems from. The dinosaurs. It all came from running from the dinosaurs. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know, Dino. we're hanging out with the dinosaurs. Dino. Dino DNA. Dino DNA. Let's do the stories that did make the cut. Brought to you by Nations Trucks. Love our friends over there. Go find the truck of your dreams. It's at nationstrucks.com. They have a bunch of great trucks. You're going to find one that's perfect for you. Again, nationstrucks.com. All the stories made the cut today. Let's wrap Yay. everything up. Let's do Today I Learned. The following information may make you feel smarter, but will not actually increase your IQ. So don't get cocky. Now it's time for what we call Today I Learned. It is Today I Learned for a Thursday, November 10th, 2022. Today I Learned sponsored by J. David Tax Law. Peace of mind is only a click or a phone call away. Today I learn this song. Down with OPP. OPP. Right, OPP by Naughty by Nature. Also, some songs by big groups like Notorious B.I.G. or performers like Notorious B.I.G. Excuse me, Snoop Dogg, Most Def, many others. This all samples a song called Lottie Dottie. Oh, by yeah. Dougie Fresh and Slick Rick. Hell yeah. It's been sampled over a thousand times. It is the most sampled song we in like music history. 
And, uh, oh, like, you know a million songs that have used that beat since then. And friend of the show, Slick, is uh, Dougie Fresh's DJ. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, a nice guy. Just a little fun fact Very for talented dude as well. Today, on the longest walk to ever take place was by a guy named George Megan. He walked from the bottom of South America to the top of North America. Sounds like a loser. He yeah. took 41 million steps. He I wore out. 12.5 pairs of shoes, and he collected eight world records along the way. How many oh, friends did he collect? Uh, didn't didn't get any, I don't think. You know, just walking by his lonesome, lonesome excuse. As happens. Uh, today I learned uh, race cars, some of them have built-in air jacks that extend from underneath for faster tire changes. Okay. So the car pulls up and it's like, poof. Oh, they just fly off? Yeah, the, the wheels just pop up off the ground because they got their own jacks built in. <laughs> And finally, today I learned this group right here. The Beatles. Oh, no, uh, Blind Melon. Blind Melon is correct. One of the founders and the lead guitarist of the band Blind Melon is now an employment lawyer in Philadelphia. They started way back in 1990. I think it was like, they wanted like 20 or 30 grand to book Blind Melon. It doesn't have any of the people in Blind Melon in it. Uh, lead singer's dead. <laughs> You're like, wait, what? Shannon Hoon was Blind Melon, everybody. That's what the band was really all about. Thank you so much for hanging out. We do appreciate it. We'll be back tomorrow, same time, same place. In West Palm Beach, it's the Greek Zone. And here in Orlando, it's the Jim Colbert Show. It's all right here on Real Radio.